What's the matter? Don't you recognize me? I, I don't know. Did we bone or something? Perhaps this will remind you. Is there a problem with the service? Hold on. I'm sorry. Are you people Chinese or what? <laughs> the question itself is flawed, Chris. Okay, what, what are you babbling about, Snowcap? Perhaps I explain. Me, Sebastian. Me, emperor of this land. Chinese people as you know them do not exist. What you see up there on the surface is just our disguise. Down here, we look regular. So, what you're saying is... Yes, Chris. We Chinese, we play joke. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. Wow. Our mission, Chris, is to protect planet from enemy forces. Sometimes we have to go up to the surface for provisions. We create Chinese facade. So we recognize each other up there. Only select billion. No real secret. Wow. And so here we have everything one might need to become Chinese. An Altar conversion kit, <laughs> silly straw hats, <laughs> ah, and one of my favorite, cartoon buck teeth. <laughs> These are wonderful. Oh, my. <laughs> but I got to tell you, it's not why I came down here. I came down for one reason and one reason alone, to find mountain lions. I am afraid... Chris, there are some things you must never know. Me so sorry. Sincerely. Well, me so horny. For justice. Stop him! We must protect the ruby! Abs in a six-pack! Abs in a six-pack! Oh, abs in a six-pack. Abs in a six-pack is not the greatest podcast in the world. I know, abs in a six-pack is a bad show but what else do you have going on more than 70 chinese military aircraft have entered taiwanese airspace over the last 24 hours the island's government says this is the largest incursion to date by China, which claims sovereignty over the self-governing territory. Taiwan's defense ministry said dozens of fighter jets crossed the median line in the Taiwan Strait, which acts as an unofficial buffer zone. Beijing said it has conducted strike drills in response to provocations from Taiwan and the United States. Trump don't trust China. China is asshole. China... China, 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 China,
Today is December 28th, 2022. For Abs in a Six Pack, episode 180, with that Larry Show and John from John Breaks Bad News. And this is a new live son of a bitch. Let's say China. 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 You go over to China. 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 You take China. 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 I love them. China. 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 I have to have my China. China. China because China. 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 China now. China. China. You know. China. I know China very well. China, China, China. China, China, China. China, China, China. Northwest Wisconsin, where I'm from. It's China to me. China. China, 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 China. You want to buy from China? That's great. Buy from China. Buy toys from China. China in particular. China, China. I have people that I know in China. China, China. 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 China, 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 China. I've been saying China, 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 China. Oh, saying China a lot and broadcasting live from East Tennessee, somewhere up in the snowy mountains. This is Sir Seat Sitter, and I'm here with Larry and John. What's up, buds? Yo, Sir Seat Sitter, yo. Now China. I'm thoroughly confused. When you said you want to talk about China, I thought you meant the dead lady wrestler. Uh, She's a man, baby. Was she a I'm man? a man. No. I'm a man. I'm a man. I'm a woman. <laughs> Just quoting Alex Jones sound drops from OBDM at this point. Um, yeah, it's... I don't know. I, <laughs> well, first of all, I need to make a disclaimer because Uh-oh. we all have nothing but love and respect for for China, the Chinese people, and Xi Jinping in our hearts. So if at any... Well, let's just prove that right now uh, and okay. just start off with the Chinese national anthem. I'm sure you guys know all the words and can sing along, right? Yes. I thought you all were right. going to ask us to do Chinese accents. That too. Wait a minute. This is the Olympics. <laughs> You know, I speak okay, so Mandarin, now- and that sounded a, that sounded a lot like the menu from Panda Express. <laughs> That was the P.F. Chang's. Uh, yeah. That's what so they play at the drive. too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like P.F. Chang's. It's very good. But anyway, now that um, now that we've proven our allegiance to the Chinese people and the Chinese government, we can talk like this whole time. No, whole podcast, we talk like this now, and no one can be. I mad. was standing with, I was standing with my hand over my heart the whole time, <laughs> just for you to know. I was standing yeah, with my thumb up my ass. <laughs> <laughs> No, but also, um, if anyone gets mad, even if that wasn't enough, if anyone gets mad that any of us do a like stereotypical bad Chinese accent during the show, 
We can just tell them we've had a head injury. What was that clip? What movie was that clip from in the beginning? That was amazing about the underground (laughs) civilization. Where where the hell was that from? That was from, uh, I'll put more of it at the end of the show. That was from Adult Swim's Eagle Heart. It's like a parody of Walker, Texas Ranger. Wow. And like he's uh, he's out there trying to uh, rescue his one of his mountain lions named Paprika. And he goes to a (laughs) Chinese restaurant because he's sure that uh, that 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 they probably cooked and ate it because it's the Chinese restaurant. And then he follows one through a portal that takes him to this underground realm where all the Chinese people turn white. It's like down here. We look regular. (laughs) What you know is Chinese people do not exist. Everybody knows that the Chinese language is just a series of made up nonsense sounds. But anyway, no, we can we can um, if, if that's not enough, we can also tell everyone that we had a head injury. And that's why we talk in Chinese accents sometimes, because that's a real Sarah thing. Sarah has spent most of her life in Plymouth and had the accent to match until recently. So fish and chips. Chips. I say that right? Yeah. Three and a half years ago, <laughs> she was rushed into hospital with a migraine, which left her with a voice she didn't recognize. I have not actually heard my voice in the conversation for nearly three years now. This is a white Australian lady. Really? <laughs> I find, so anyway, that's why in preparation yeah, that's for the, the show. Best bit ever. <laughs> in, prepar- in preparation for the show, I started slamming my head in the door really hard just so that I would have the excuse to talk like this. Me, guy, talk, 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 We heard my voice in the conversation for nearly three years now. Her initial response upon hearing how she used to sound from a bank telephone recording. Good afternoon, thank you was to long for her old accent to return. Yeah, I'm not actually ringing about my policy, though. Um, I'm ringing for a quote. Do you still want my policy number? Is that funny? No, it's me. But I feel like I want to say, oh, she, she make a good speak. She speak a good. Uh, but like that, not me no more. Sarah has been diagnosed with foreign accent syndrome. The condition has only 150 known cases worldwide. Although it's called foreign accent syndrome, it's literally a speech impediment. There's nothing foreign about it. Uh, you know, obviously, I don't have a Chinese accent. I've never been to China. I, uh, you'd have to. T- <laughs> so, so does, okay, so what's the implication here? Is the implication that all Chinese people have brain damage, and that's why they all talk like that? Do all 150 of these people all have Chinese accents that have this condition? No. Yeah, what about <laughs> Hungarian or something? Or there's there's, a, there's one there's like a there's a woman from Texas that got into a car accident and now now she talks with a British accent all the time. Mm. <laughs> what could happen to Madonna? Right? She spoke with a British accent for a while. I think that's because she lived she lived there though for a while. Uh, well, but, you know, what, uh, this is not Alec Baldwin's wife. Like some, Oh, she did. That's right. Hilarious. Yeah, she's yeah. Mexican now or something. <laughs> something. Yeah. Yeah. But isn't um, this like the, uh, is, those, uh, there's a religion. They, they speak in tongues, right? Isn't that what this is or could be? Oh, yeah. Oogity boogity. Yeah. The, they, there's something. some of that around here. I've actually been to church where people spoke in tongues. Have you? I want to hear all about that. That's I want to hear awesome. all about that. <laughs> well, they, um, this was at, well, I'll name names. This was uh, right off exit 352 in Kingston, Tennessee. Right across the street from the McDonald's freshman year of high school, I went to uh, Calvary Baptist Church. And 
for two straight weeks. None of us had to do classes. We had to do all-day revivals. And I watched people fly around, jump over the pews, speak in tongues, wave their hands in the air, and just foam at the mouth. And it was wild. Mm -hmm. the, and then, like, they're the same people that are, like, screaming with a megaphone on the street every weekend downtown Kingston about, like, how uh, sodomites and por pornography washers are all going to hell. It's pretty, it was wild. It was definitely an experience. Mm -hmm. wild. I complained about it, and I... Me and my sister got pulled out of that school. Uh, Did you within the within that year? Yeah, because my parents are Christian, but they're like, "Oh, that's a whole other brand." That's another smoke <laughs> that's, entirely. Yeah. That, uh, that that I've been a I think I've been a King. Is there a Kingsport, Tennessee? Yeah. Yes, I think that's where's the one that has the big Eastman Kodak plant that poisoned everyone a few years ago. Is that Kingston? Oh, or Kingsport? oh the ash spill, the fly ash spill. Um. Shit, I don't know. It was like where but, like so much of the ash from the TVA dumped out that it like houses got moved and it dropped the property uh, value on the Tennessee River by like <laughs> two thirds of what it used to be. This one, I think this, there's there's an there's an enormous Kodak chemical plant there, Eastman, I should say. They don't use the word Kodak, but that was half of it, right? And some years ago, not that long ago, there was some I don't know some kind of toxic explosion or whatever, and everybody got fucked up, and billions were. Billions in lawsuits and, you know, yeah. and I think it was Kingsport, Tennessee. Yeah. That might be. But I could be wrong. Let's see uh, if I look up Kingsport chemical spill. Um, but, yeah, I uh, the the one I'm thinking of, I was living in Kingston at the time when that fly ash dumped out everywhere. And, uh, diesel oh, you were spills. there for that. Yeah, that was the one in Maybe. Kingston, the fly was ash Was that why they were speaking in tongues? Maybe it was the... the, the <laughs> yeah. huh? Huh? Be. I don't. I, did, I stopped swimming in that water after that. Uh, diesel <laughs> diesel think. spills into Kingsport, Tennessee Creek. Um, that's the only. Yeah, that's not oh, right. steam there's line there's failure. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, five injured. Yeah. So there. Yeah, Tennessee's not doing great on there. We also have uh, uh, Sir Wes and I did a whole episode live after No Agenda a couple weeks ago where we talked about the Oak Ridge that's also around here, the crazy lab and the opening portals to other dimensions that they're trying to do. It's where they built the atomic bomb project Manhattan, Manhattan project. I like uh, that. My great grandfather or my grandfather was like three when it happened, but my great grandfather and him, they got kicked off their property so that that lab could be built. Eminent uh, domain. Yep. Yep. Mm. But anyway, um, did you want to hear any more about foreign accident syndrome? I got another shorty from 60 I, minutes. Sure. I love it. It's good stuff. <laughs> This fascinates me, and Bata. I don't. It's a great Bata. troll if it's. Bata. To hear something like that. That's it. Sarah Colwell from Plymouth in England is a dead set pom who now sounds like she's from Shanghai. It wasn't until I was in the ambulance on the way to the hospital, she actually said, are you aware of the way you're speaking? And I said, oh, I sound like I have a slur. And she said, no, you sound like you can work at a Chinese restaurant. She said, yeah, you look good working in the local China house or something. Dindy Hastings <laughs> is fourth generation Australian. Okay, well, that's pretty much all you need to know. <laughs> wow. You sound like you can work at a Chinese restaurant. I said, what? <laughs> It's just amazing. Um, yeah, I don't even know what else to say about it other than, wow. I wish something cool like that would happen to me, you know? Same, man. Well, if you get kicked by a mule, it just might. You don't know. 
Right. This is what it sounds like when you get kicked by a mule. <laughs> check, check. Um, I, what has anybody been keeping up? Because there's like been some China news in the last, mm-hmm. you know, two days that they flew those jets over Taiwan and things are ramping up yes. there. Um, has anybody been following that? Because I haven't. I just found out about it three hours ago. Shows you how I have not. I there's also I type in China into Google. And the first thing that I saw was that article that I sent you before about them, like, really rolling out that uh, social credit score thing. Oh, yeah. They're a little ahead of us on that. But don't worry. We'll get it, too. We got our. Yeah, we're getting going. there fast. Yeah. 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 I'll, I'll pull that up uh, here shortly, too. It's spooky. It is. And, um, yeah, I also saw in China the other. Um, I know it was actually, I guess, three or four hours ago now. There was like a 250 car pileup because of fog. So, like, I guess they they don't have fog lights in China or they just keep driving even though they're driving through the middle of a cloud. <laughs> and they had the aerial footage <laughs> and it's like 250 totaled cars, which, I mean, I hope everybody was okay, but it's wow. still pretty funny. <laughs> um, well, yeah, let's, uh, let's talk about... Um, do you have that article pulled up, John? Let's look at that. Chinese, China's uh, social credit system. It's from Insider or BusinessInsider.com. Yeah. China's social credit system ranks citizens and punishes them with throttled internet speeds and flight bans if the Communist Party deems them untrustworthy. What this is, is why when they... bans? What was that? What? Light flight bans? Flight bans, like on an airplane. Oh, you can't get on a plane. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Right. But they... Um, so... They, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. <laughs> okay. just, we'll go uh, back well, and forth the rest of the, the thing- show. No, you. <laughs> you go. One of the uh, one of the things that I uh, that I saw that was that I found interesting in this article is that they haven't set up an algorithm for this yet. There's no like intelligence involved. They just have people going through villages taking notes on on other people's performances. So if you do if if you get caught doing something good, they'll just note it down and then go put it into their system, and then it changes your credit score, your social credit score one way or the other so it's just people snitching yeah like paid snitches for rudeness yeah oh you gotta love it um which i I, find bizarre it's and it's not new it started off like a little yeah it's it's not i mean that's goes like as far back as recorded history there's been stuff like that it's just now that the technology exists to make it far more dystopian dystopian and technocratic but uh the it started off where if you bought too much alcohol like even going back 10 15 years in china like that would lower your social credit score and in tennessee i don't know if this is nationwide yet but there's they like when you you have to instead of just showing them your id a lot of places are scanning your id oh yeah yeah and i'm thinking like it's like, well, this is like the third time I've for? bought. It's like the third time I've bought beer this week, man. This is probably going into a fucking system somewhere. Like, even sure if I pay is. cash, you know. So it's like, yeah, they're they're kind of slowly inching, and people like very few people understand why I have a problem with it. I try to opt out of it when I can, but people are like, well, it's like I don't know, I have a problem. It's not going in a database. It's like, how do you fucking know that you're scanning it in the computer? Of course. Yeah, you well, just can- work here. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, I got a big beef with a guy at a Rite Aid drugstore about that years ago. My kid, my kid was with me. She was like mortified, but uh, it got it got pretty heated, you know, and uh, it was almost like a throwdown. About scanning uh, about for the that. alcohol or something yeah. related? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I haven't, I haven't been it's 21 bullshit. in a long fucking time. <laughs> and I got the gray hair to prove it. So it was just like, give me, I need to scan this so you can get that six pack of Modelo. No, you know. So anyway. I, lo- I yeah. do like a good Modelo. Um, yeah, it's okay. But the other sh- thing they do in California is they, the state, for sure, they won't sell in any retailer. You cannot buy a box of Sudafed. And they, yeah. they have a database, and if you buy more, I don't know what the hell it is. Like, if you buy more than three boxes in a year, I guess you get a, a call from the DEA or something. You figure That's how you make meth, right? For, for meth or some shit. Yeah, yeah. it's insane. Yeah. yeah. I miss when that you can just, I miss when cold medicine actually got you fucked up and they didn't pump it full of acetaminophen. Yeah. The logic behind that, I've talked about it too many times on here, but just briefly, it it, baffled, it fascinated me when I found this out. It's like, why did they add acetaminophen? And I started looking into like the FDA's reasoning for why they started pumping acetaminophen into all this shit. And I'm and it it's not because it works better. They they said it's it like it, it's a deterrent because you will die. <laughs> so like you won't get <laughs> like if you take if you fucking chug this um what's it the um like cough syrup for the, right? yeah. To try to trip, like robo tripping is what we used to call it, or whatever, you know, like the or the the hydros that you get from the dentist. They put acetaminophen in there not because it works better, but because it will blow out your liver and you will die if you try to abuse it. Nice. Which so it's like we don't want pe- <laughs> we want we do, we want these people to not get high so badly mm-hmm. that they will we'll kill them, die, we'll kill them. Sure. <laughs> it's like, wow, that just bl- that blew my mind when I started. Like it took a, like some digging, but that was the rationale, and that just was crazy. I remember oh, kids taking. Sure you guys do conspiracy theories. I mean, it was it was it was widely accepted during prohibition that uh, the government was distributing, you know, some kind of shit poisonous uh, gin or whatever. Yeah. Um, to, to discourage people from from drinking, you know, bathtub gin or bootleg booze, and a lot yep. of fucking people died and a lot went blind because of it. Yep. So yeah, I still shit. like the bathtub stuff. Do you think that's what the speaking of to bring it back to China? Do you think it's all China pumping in that fentanyl into our drugs, or do you think the U.S. is behind that too? China's for sure involved. I think it's a combined effort. I think they're allowing it to happen one hundred percent. And I mean, I think it's definitely uh, it's definitely something is something to to soften people. Because it's like also highly addictive, the fentanyl. Like I, I have friends who like you know they dabble, and then they got a hold of hero, uh, not heroin, but they dabble in heroin, and then they got a hold of fentanyl, and then they just went full blown like everyday habit. Really? Yep. <clears throat> yeah, and yeah, I'm. I mean, I'm sure somewhere in the mix years ago, I probably stumbled across some, done enough allegedly done enough black market drugs in my day that I'm sure I've come across it. It, it is kind of over-exaggerate, though, where I mean, Dick Masterson's talked about this, where the cops are, like, freaked out because it's yeah. like, oh, my God, if there's fentanyl in the room, we have to have gas masks on. If you touch it, you're going to die. It's like, bro, I would have been dead a long fucking time ago if that was the case. Yeah. Yeah, there was, I, there was a video of that. Did you see that? And the, and then they ran of some cop chick. Um, they, they had to dose her three times with Narcan. 
<laughs> and then some, some ER doctors eyeballed that and said, yeah, that doesn't quite pencil out. We think she just had a panic attack. <laughs> yeah. So I could see. I could see that. <laughs> three doses the nar- of Narcan. Yeah, three doses. The Narcan probably yeah. the Narcan probably did a lot more harm than good at that point. <clears throat> what even is Narcan? I mean, I don't know what that shit is. I mean, it can't be good for you, right? I mean, they just say it's Narcan and that it's great if you're dying. Like I've never even. <laughs> I've never actually. <laughs> That's such a good question. I've never questioned it before in my yeah, entire life. Really? I've never. I never questioned it either, but I just assumed it was something along the lines of an EpiPen. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I thought it was um, magic. I just assumed it was magic. magic. That's it. I'm sure you're right, John. It's magic. Uh, it's like a witch doctor's rattle. Let's look at the side effects. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Side effects of Narcan. Hypertension, mus- muscular, oh, musculoskeletal pain, headache disorder, nasal congestion, and dry nose. They okay, kind of so went from worse to The first time it was the panic pain. attack, and then she was fucked up from the Narcan after that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, like that's a heart attack right i'm not yeah. a doctor or anything yeah they, i maybe i should look up narcan <laughs> active ingredients active no. ingredient narcan <laughs> oh uh no. benzacolonium that doesn't tell me anything but that's apparently the active ingredient benzlaconium anyway um I know some, I, from what i understand it's some some sort of like beta blocker hmm it, like it's supposed to stop the chemical, it, like the the interaction in your brain, and that's what like, yeah. um, like brings you back and kills your high. I remember, I remember Narcanning one of my friends, and uh, he he just was pissed. He was like, "You fucked up my high." When you when you um, brought your dude out of the practical drug induced coma with a Narcan, I'm assuming yes. that would be something like. I'm assuming that'd be like giving somebody CPR that's died and is up in heaven, you know? Why'd, yeah. you, bring me, why'd you bring me back? What the fuck did you do? Bro. So let me ask you something, because I'm a drug know-nothing. Um, did, did Narcan, for, like that scene in um, uh, Pulp Fiction, right, where they take this big-ass needle and stick it right into somebody's heart, jack in something was that nor was that the old narcan or was that complete fiction or what was that about um it was complete from pulp what fiction. i yeah no, right. <laughs> uh that's like adrenaline right like that was, was that what, what that was it, uh, that's what i thought that's what i was always under the impression of i mean i would think I, i've seen that in, and i knew a guy who said he saw some so paramedics do that to a guy in a restaurant who was in cardiac arrest and i thought to myself you know that that needle have to be damn big, right? And you're you're putting a hole in somebody's heart through their chest, that. through their bone, their chest plate, through their bones, or maybe you slip it between the ribs. But you're putting a fucking hole in their heart. That can't be good. How does that get fixed? I mean, I, none of that none of that makes sense to me. Well, I'm assuming they they bring you to the hospital after they do that, right? And and. Put a patch on your heart? I mean, uh, <laughs> yeah, again, I'm no doctor. Yeah. <laughs> you just play one on television. So. <laughs> I'm just taking wild guesses in the dark. Damn it, Jim. I'm a drug addict, not a doctor. Yes. I don't know. See, these uh, are the questions that keep me up at night. Really? <laughs> shit like this. That's why I have brain damage. No, no lie. Um, well, I mean, anyway. the brain damage can't be that bad. Oh, you be talking like this all the time. <laughs> How do you know I'm not? (laughs) Everybody knows that the Chinese language is just a series of made-up nonsense sounds. So, should um, before we get too far off of it, did we want to peruse this Business Insider uh, CCP credit score article? Yeah. Yes. 
All right. You want to, you want to, uh, whatever part interested you or, uh, John, if you want to read that, I'll provide the, um, I'll provide the background music, the totally non-racist background music for this. The social credit system first announced in 2014 is an important component part of the socialist market economy system and the social governance system. And alms aims to reinforce the idea that keeping trust in glorious and breaking trust is disgrace is disgraceful. Uh, according to a 2015 government document. Um, if you go down to the bottom of the article, uh, if your dog is bad, they'll also put that down, <laughs> which was strange to me. Um, yeah, the pu- punishments include travel bans, slow internet. Uh, if you play too many video games for too long, they will uh, kill your internet. And if you smoke where you're not supposed to smoke... Uh, you won't be allowed to ride the train. What about internet porn? That's, I'm pretty sure, just flat out banned in China. Oh. Yeah, Japan's the, even Japan has the blurred out porn. They do the craziest oh. fucking porn, but they blur out all the, the pee-pees and wee-wees. Yeah. Oh. They're like, let's get 700 guys over here to come in a glass, and then we'll have this poor... <laughs> Poor young Japanese girl drink the fucking cum, which is <laughs> that's not an wild. exaggeration. But then, and then they'll and then they'll blur out the guys jerking off. <laughs> yeah, uh, dude, my favorite ones where they had, I saw one where it was like a it's blurred out, but it's like a sushi bar, but where the the thing rotates on the treadmill. This fucking yeah. Show. But instead of sushi, <laughs> it's just a bunch of naked girls, and there's guys standing around just like sl- putting their dick in and out of each mouth that slowly comes by them on the treadmill. I was like, "What the fuck kind of s- fucked up shit are they doing in Japan, man? Who who gets off to this? Like, it's like who's like this is hot? I like the conveyor belt ladies. It's, yeah, it's like." Um, I don't know, man. They're like, the, I mean, they do everything to the extreme over there. The game shows are crazy. The porn's crazy. I saw one where it was just this lady who, and like a guy was standing behind. Like she was on all fours, and the guy's like standing over her, and he's just got these little hooks, and he's just pulling at her nose oh. with the little hooks. Oh my god! And just and Clean she's just boogers? moaning. What in I ecstasy. started? All I said was, "What about the porn?" Man, <laughs> we have very simple people with very small penis. <laughs> oh no! Everybody's gone again. I'm here. We're here. Maybe Jinping's uh, social credit. Oh, we cannot achieve much with so small penis. But you Americans, wow, penis so big, so big penis. Well, <laughs> I, I guess it is a pretty good size. Minasan, kite, kite. This man has a very big penis. <laughs> Wow, yeah. Um uh, anyways, hello. is there, can you can Larry hear us now? I can I hear, hear Larry, but I don't I, Yeah, we've okay. been able to hear you this whole time, Larry, so I'm sure. <laughs> okay. I was gonna say if that happens, maybe just refresh the browser and if that doesn't work, just tell me and I'll uh, hit the gong. Okay. I don't know what the gong will do, but I feel like it'll bring good luck. Yes, it has to help. Uh 
Where were we on this article here? Or are we past that now? Um, <laughs> the system uh, uh, has been likened to a dystopian science fiction. China's social credit system incorporates a moral edge into the program, which is why many have compared it to, uh, to some level of dystopian governance, such as in George Orwell's 1984. Oh, wow. They're comparing it to 1984. Wow. Man, I never would have thought of that. 1984 was like... <laughs> dude, that was like 40 fucking years ago. <laughs> There's nothing else? There's, isn't Minority Report kind of the same thing? Yeah. Um, Couldn't we start using that as a reference point? I mean, or at least go for another Orwell, Orwell book like uh, Animal Farm or something, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, but yeah, uh, dude, But despite that... Sorry. Oh, I mean, I, I, would, I didn't realize you had more uh, with the article. But yeah, um, carry on. Good man. Uh, but despite that, uh, Human Rights Watch called the system chilling, while Botsman called it a futuristic version of Big Brother out of control. Some citizens say it's making them better people already. Mm. <laughs> That's a weird way to end that paragraph. Already. Sure is. <laughs> written by a guy named Botsman? You can't make this shit up. Botsman. Okay. Uh, a 32-year-old entrepreneur who only gave his name as Chen told Foreign Policy in 2018 that I feel like in the past six months, people's behavior has gotten better and better. For example, when we drive, we don't always stop in front of crosswalks. If you don't stop, you will lose your points. At first, we just worried about losing points, but now we got used to it. That's the fucking problem, right? <laughs> We're used to it. Yeah, it's you're the being slow trained boys. like a dog. Yeah, and all this shit happens through cell phones, correct? No, and, it's and, it's and, like and, uh, an interlocking grid of oh, the, millions and millions and millions of security cameras that have facial recognition. Oh, so that's what, oh yeah, right. That's what the five G thing was about. So you could do that. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, that way they can uh, just but okay. the, and they, and they have drones right. too that just follow you around and ask you this. <laughs> what you doing over there? <laughs> Yeah. But but the article says that they're not implementing any kind of thing like that. It's just people going around with notebooks, notebooks. and observing things. I find that really hard to believe, especially me like too. To yeah. yeah, bullshit. When, when I read that, I was like, "Wait, so you the government is just paying hundreds of thousands to millions? Of, there's a billion people in China, so they're paying millions of people to walk around taking notes on everybody." It could be. I know that in East Germany, um, one in six people, one in six citizens were working for the government as informants. That's crazy. So, yeah. One in six. Uh, yeah. I guess maybe. But I mean, they, they, just logistically, they have the fa I've seen the videos of China's facial recognition uh, cameras they have everywhere. And how it locks on and follows people from street to street and follows vehicles. God, that's so fucked. So it's like, why couldn't... I'm sure they have that here, especially in big cities too, but uh, China's yeah. on a whole other level with... Well, yeah, it's, at least they're more brazen it's about it. surveillance state. Yeah. yeah. So it says here, the, the program has been piloted for millions across the country in recent years, as CNBC reported, and was expected to become fully operational and integrated uh -oh. by 2020. But at the moment, the system is piecemeal and voluntary. Since China doesn't have a central social credit system, many local government agencies have been experimenting with what the system could look like. 
Right now, China does not use a central uh, central algorithm to measure credit worthiness, according to the MIT Tech Review. It's fairly low tech. Uh, method that has been conducted at times by information gatherers. They have that in quotations, uh, who walk around villages and write down its residents' good deeds, says the MIT Tech Review. So they're just having people walk around writing down its residents' good deeds, which I have no idea what that means. They don't, they don't make mention of any of the bad deeds. What is a, what is a good deed? Like helping an old lady across the road type of thing or? Uh, you. If you sing a nice song, oh, <laughs> like this. <laughs> just like that, yes. Okay. <laughs> well, I'll just keep playing that over and over, and hopefully my credit score will raise through the. Oh, and I think, just I think if you- providing a good valet service. Oh, would you like me to park your car? <laughs> No, don't touch my car. Okay. Uh, but don't trust your kind is, to drive my car. <laughs> uh, but the plan is for the social credit system to eventually be mandatory and unified across the nation, with each person given their own unique code used to measure their uh, social credit score in real time as per Wired. Uh, wow. In fact, a national social credit system is currently being proposed The Chinese government's state council released a new draft law in mid-November on the establishment of the social credit system, the first time China has tried to put its experiments into legal framework by defining what China constitutes as untrustworthy behavior, according to the documents seen by the MIT Tech Review. This is terrifying. Because, like, as soon as this gets passed into law in China, it'll happen the next day here, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, because right now we kind of have the – between the surveillance state we have, the Patriot Act, and the um, new IRS laws where they can just pretty much see all your transactions at any time, um, we kind of have like a, the ba- – we're in the beta stage of the social credit score. I mean, really, yeah. I have a big problem with the fact that you can't rent an apartment anymore unless you've already been in debt and gotten your and paid your credit card off. <laughs> like, it doesn't matter how much money you have in the bank if you <laughs> if you don't own a credit card and build your credit score, which is <laughs> I mean, yeah. so in a lot of ways, we're already right up there with China. It's just unofficial and it's not um, you can't they can't legally arrest you for um, having a low social credit score, I guess. But yeah, we're right behind them. Yeah, it doesn't seem like like as I scanned through this earlier, it doesn't seem like there was any like uh penal like punishments. Like they they're not putting people in jail. They're just making your life completely unlivable, which is like putting you in jail just without the bars. They're not going to weld your door shut? No. Well, only if you're if you have if you have a cold. Oh. Or if anybody in your town does. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, if somebody I do have six a, doors down has. I think I have a clip on that. Yeah. Uh, what's next for China after zero COVID failed? 
By now, most major economies have found a way to live with COVID-19, except for one. The China COVID infection soaring. Lockdowns, quarantines, business shutdowns. WHO is very concerned over the evolving situation in China. The wave of protests that swept across China over its draconian COVID restrictions have pushed Chinese leadership to act. The country is beginning to lift its more stringent COVID rules after nearly three years in isolation. But what could mark the end of zero COVID may just be the beginning of China's pandemic problems. Crunch time starts about a month from now. Infection will be building, but the Spring Festival is the equivalent of Christmas in China. This year it starts on January 21st. And in the next couple of weeks, China will be faced with uh, unprecedented pressure to the health system. You're going to see COVID zero past us. You're going to see at least this wave of COVID past us, and you're going to see a, re- a reactivation of the economy. But I think people have been way too uh, optimistic on how fast this can happen. That's from uh, CNBC, the bigger picture. Hmm. Um, I It goes on, they go on to say like, um, well, I'm, it's kind of crazy that um, it didn't work because they had the strictest COVID policies and their COVID's worse than ever. Yeah, how could that and you're be? You're like, oh, and they're all kind of just like scratching their chins <laughs> going, no shit, wow. What uh, what flavor vaccines did they get over there? They had their own. I don't think it was mRNA. China oh, and Russia China and Russia turned down the mRNA vaccines, I believe, last I heard. Smart. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they they really they they really were welding people in their houses and uh, still are up until recently, from what I under uh, from what I understand on that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I do you think it'll ever get to? I mean, in our lifetimes, would it ever get to that point in the United States, like where they can just I don't know if they release like an actual real lab created virus that's really deadly? I guess that could happen, but. What, welding people in their houses? Yeah, but in the United States. Well, I, just, I mean, they're not far behind that if you think of what, what was done to so many people and either yeah. take this shot or basically But they got to get the, they got, if they go that extreme here, they got to really somehow get rid of the guns first. I don't see. Well, they're, they're, they took a big step towards that in California. As of January 1st, um, anybody, anybody injured in gun violence can sue a manufacturer. So it's crazy. Yeah, I still don't think that's going to work, though. So if I shoot, if I uh, if I shoot myself in the pinky finger, yeah, can I sue Smith and Weston? Why not? Well, if I was in California, I guess. Yeah, in California, you can. So that's just a yeah. payday, man. I'd rather get that hundred grand rather than keep my pinky. <laughs> you know, Yakuza I, with a pistol. <clears throat> yeah. I was reading. I was reading this article a while ago. I forget where it was from, but it was like explaining like why like a uh, a gun ban in the U- U.S. would never work. Like if they federally tried to like recall all firearms and just get rid of them, it there's so many of them, and people and like just the gun culture in itself would is so pervasive in this country that it's impossible. It would take like 200 years for yeah. them to like. Yeah. actually enact some kind of like dr- uh, like gun ban. They would have to find <laughs> mine. Like they've been doing... Yeah. yeah, exactly. Well, all mine were lost in a tragic fishing accident. But Right. Um, the way they'll do it is they'll just... Ta- what they'll do is they'll tax them out of existence. So everybody that's got, you know, a legally registered gun, there's a database for that, and then it'll just be, oh, you know, hey there, uh, Mr. Seed Sitter, you, you like that... Uh, 
You like that Ruger pistol you got? Well, you know, if you want to keep it, um, it's going to cost you, say, I don't know, what, five, seven, ten grand a year to uh, to keep it legal. Otherwise, you're going to, we're going to come and take that. Dude, that's what yeah, those motherfuckers did with property taxes, man. Since like, yeah. how crazy is it that you right. own land that you own, whether you right. bought it or it was given or it was, mm-hmm. you know, you inherited the land and you have to pay taxes on something that you already own? That of is, course. The, it's I complete mean, bullshit. It's crazy. Yeah. And that's how they'll do it with guns. Yeah. So then only the sleazebags, the gangbangers and other shitbirds who, <laughs> whose guns they don't know about, they'll still have them. That's how it'll work. Yeah. But then everybody will just like the, like the same thing with drugs, you know, like, like a lot of people do fucking drugs. A lot mm-hmm. of good upstanding citizens do fucking drugs. Sure. So if these good upstanding citizens get, get told that they can't have a thing that they want, like a gun, well, then we'll print them. How do you uh, register a 3D printed gun? Yeah, but aren't those How do you register kind of a couple of pipes that I bought at, at fucking Home Depot? They're getting better yeah. the 3D printed guns, but yeah, I mean some of them are they? they 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 break pretty easy. Some of them, it really depends yeah, I mean, the on ones how I've good seen look like shit. They're, they're yeah. single shot and they're just kind of yeah. crap, right? I mean, 3D printed yeah, go right. that technology yeah, when, will keep getting when, better. Uh, you'll be able to 3D exactly. print designer drugs soon, I bet. I hope so. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, I'm sorry, I. I'm just in a horrible mood. I smoked a ton of crack last night, and as usual now, I feel like shit. <laughs> Is that Norm McDonald? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I love Norm. 40 bucks for a half ounce. <laughs> Either the market for crystal meth fell off a cliff, or I just bought a bag of rat poison. Huh? Only one way to find out. <laughs> uh, R.I.P. Yeah, um, it's... Well, actually, you know what? Com- Changing gears slightly here, I do have, um, because actually, yeah, I had a lead in earlier when the lady had the accent, um, and she's like, oh, "You ha- you sound like you work at Chinese restaurant." I actually <laughs> do have some clips, uh, specifically related to Chinese restaurants because Carolyn and I from Hog Story, we were talking about Golden Corral for a while, and I found this thing on local mm-hmm. news called Dirty Dining. You heard about this? Ooh, oh man, no, I want to hear. I do too. Okay, well, so this local news show, Dirty Dining, is has just been harassing this Chinese buffet. Uh, here's the first. <laughs> well, get this: one restaurant, 110 violations, and on top of all of that, our cameras caught something disturbing on camera that even still exists in the kitchen now. In tonight's Dirty Dining, local 10 investigator Jeff Weinsier tries to get some answers from an owner who doesn't want you to know what inspectors found recently. I don't know what this is. This is fish on the floor. We don't know if it was going to be cooked or used for sushi, but we do know it doesn't belong on a filthy, wet, greasy kitchen floor. We are in the kitchen at China Buffet at 11379 Bird Road. They're doxing them. They're doxing them. It's like, who lets these news crews just like run into the kitchen? Really? They go into the yeah. back where the kitchen is. It's like, who does that? Recently found... 110 violations here, and we saw some of the issues still exist. You have steak on the floor. Can you just take the steak off the floor? That bin of raw meat was very close to that piece of fish we found on the floor. No one could tell us what was... This Asian dude's just back. There's Chinese guy back there going, yeah, okay, okay. It's like, why are you... It's like, I can't imagine. I've worked a lot of food service, and if some fucking news crew just got in my face while I was working in the kitchen, I don't know what I would do. Like, I don't know what I would... I've worked in kitchen. 
I've worked in kitchens. I've worked in bars like for 10 years. They're all like that. All right. No. Yeah. It's not just the Chinese people, uh, the Chinese place that's like filthy. Every single establishment that you've ever eaten at is disgusting. No, we were at like, a, I worked at like a four point <clears throat> four. I guess it was a, yeah, be a four star restaurant. And um, yeah, dude, I mean, we had a roach problem for like a year. Yeah. We just couldn't get rid of those fuckers. No matter what we did. It's impossible to to avoid like pests and just like lack of cleanliness when you're trying to serve too many people with uh, like not enough staff. It's just it's the nature of what happens in restaurants. But, Larry, have you, know, you I mean, John, you said you worked well, food I service. Have you ever worked I food service? I used to install sound systems <clears throat> in bars. Yeah. College job. And there was a German restaurant in Queens. And I had to go into the kitchen to run some cable or some shit. And my jaw dropped. This fucking thing was like an operating theater. I mean, there wasn't a speck of dirt, grease, nothing. It was, it was just fucking gleaming. I couldn't believe it. So that was one place. But yeah, I've been in a lot of other kitchens. And yeah, <laughs> they look like shit. This yeah. one was an anomaly. Well, have you guys have you guys ever been into a been in a kitchen or working in a kitchen and a news crew just fucking comes around the corner and starts putting a camera <laughs> no, in your a microphone in your face? Hey, will you put that beef no. up? It's on the fucking floor. It's like what the fuck? No. <laughs> it's on the floor. Can you? No, just but I was I was at a a, a a luncheonette in Manhattan when the health inspector guy came in, and yeah. that was fun to see. Yeah, yeah, because the I owner say, he, he like comes out of the kitchen. Says, Get the fuck out of here! You. <laughs> I thought there was going to be blood. It was pretty pretty crazy. Uh-huh. We always passed all our health inspections. Uh, I don't even, I think every, every, uh, they do it like twice a year in Tennessee when I was working at that restaurant. We never, we never really got any violations. 110 violations seems like a lot, but you know. It does. Now, how do they do it in Tennessee? Do do they put letter, letters on the window, on the front door, like they do in California or what's the. Oh, where they shut it down. Yeah. Well, I've here every restaurant gets gets a letter, so you you can see an A, a B. As B is like it might be a little grungy. If it's C, you're definitely gonna die if you eat there. You know, so <laughs> those are my favorite places. I don't know if the, we get a uh, letter grading. You just get like a certificate that says you passed. It's like pass or fail. Oh no, there goes the audio again. Shit. Damn, it's weird because like you and John sound fine to me. So I guess just um, hello. It's weird we how he's still here. Yeah. Yeah, we can hear you. But you can't hear us. That's. I wonder if it's just. A, I wonder yeah, it might, if it's just like. A, I'm not sure if it's a connection issue or what, because John and I can. We could hear you, and John and I could hear each other fine. So I'm not sure. God, that's weird. Yeah. Hmm. You are a long way away. John and I are on the East Coast. You're way out there. So my. Uh, also, the internet with it's. <laughs> we got below zero over here, and for Tennessee, that's pretty cold. So these T1 lines or whatever they're called might be kind of frosted up. Still, that might be affecting could my internet. Be. I don't know. Could be. But. Yeah. uh Anyway, it's um, good to be here. <laughs> Welcome back. Exist. You have steak on the floor. Can you just take the steak off the floor? That bin of raw meat was very close to that piece of fish we found on the floor. No one could tell us what uh, was in this sink in the dishwashing area. There are three full pages of violation after violation. Roaches near a sink in a food prep table. Chicken, beef, pork, ham, dumplings all out of temperature. The dish machine was not sanitizing. Food debris, encrusted materials, mold, grease was found on almost everything from ovens to the soda guns. 
There was evidence of an employee smoking in a food prep area. There was an objectionable odor Based. in yeah. the kitchen. <laughs> that could be coming from <laughs> this bathroom yeah, that was dude. in the kitchen. It was full of standing water and reeked of sewage. What in the world is going on here? The owner. <laughs> I need that as a... <laughs> I need, that's a good ISO, yeah. Yeah, I need that as an ISO for sure. <laughs> what in you the do. world is going on here? That's the it. owner doesn't want to talk about huh? No cameras. No cameras what? No cameras. First of all, don't touch <laughs> First of all, that's first of all, don't touch the camera. Don't touch the camera. So this Chinese guy walks up and he's like pushing the newscast cameras away. He's like, no camera, no camera. Talk to my attorney. And then, like, he touches ah. the camera, and the news guy's like, that's assault. You want to go to jail? <laughs> it's like, you fucking assholes. <laughs> Just harassing these poor Chinese people. <laughs> I mean, they don't know any better. They have wet markets where they come from, people. Don't touch my camera. 110 violations? It's hey, the man. worst inspection we've seen in a long time. 110? We show those entering to eat what was recently found inside. Am I out of line saying this news, these news people are assholes? They're like... <laughs> I mean, like they are. <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> but I kind of dig it. <laughs> just like standing yeah. outside, like, like the local news. To the it? guys about to sit down and eat there. <laughs> that, the one when Carolyn was on for the Golden Corral, it was like there was roaches in the food, and the uh, hamburger meat was raw and uncooked that they had out on the buffet or yeah. something. And uh, they, yeah. they're talking to this old, like, toothless guy that eats at the the Golden Corral every day, and they're like. Well, did you know that there was roaches in the food and the sanitize the dishwasher's not sanitizing properly? And it goes through this laundry list of things. And he goes, "Oh, I didn't know that." And they're like, "Are you still going to eat there?" And he goes, "Hell yeah, buddy, I'm going to eat here." <laughs> <laughs> it's like what a change. Well, that's it. See, there is basically any fucking eating establishment that has the word buffet in the name. Yeah. You got to be a fucking retard to sit down and eat there. You have to. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> All right. I might be. Re- I might be retarded, but I'm full. <laughs> yeah. I, lo- I mean, I love a good buffet, man. Um, Golden Corral used to be my shit. And, and the, you know, I mean, how effective are the fucking sneeze bars? I mean, don't you love They're those? not, because I stick They're my not, head underneath course. them and sneeze all over the food. Of course, of course. <laughs> I, I take my chances with the roaches in the kitchen, just as opposed to John Q. Public trusting the sneeze bar. God, no. So, the, so Dirty Dining did a follow-up yeah. of the same <laughs> restaurant. This is, oh boy! This is more issues found. that has outrage. This is from WPLG Local Ten News. More issues found at restaurant that had 110 violations. that has outraged many in South Florida after we exposed a restaurant that had 110 violations. The owner told us by phone since he was ordered shut, things have been fixed and are great. But Local Ten News investigator Jeff Weinseer has learned that is very far from the truth. No cameras. No cameras. No cameras what? Don't, first of all, don't That's touch. Assault. First of all, first of all, don't touch the camera. One hundred and ten <laughs> violations. It's the worst inspection. Wait, is this a replay of like? That? Yeah, I guess they're. I'm sorry, they're recapping the first. Okay, one. I the okay. Yeah, I was worried about that too. It was back in January. <laughs> Kevin, who owns China Buffet at 113th and Bird Road, didn't want to talk to us about his one hundred and ten violations. But today we were back again. No, I need yeah. to talk to Kevin. Okay, no, yeah. Okay. okay. Can you call him? Okay, no, yeah. Sorry. 
I want don't. to talk to you. Why? Don't, why, 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 don't. don't touch my camera. Why, why do you keep? Don't touch why do you keep? Why, why is the place not getting better? That's another ISO. You got to use it. Don't touch my camera. Being ordered shut back in January. Inspectors have been here nine times. China Buffet was ordered shut again February 4th. 74 violations were found then. On February 22nd, another 86 violations were found. Many repeat violations. Why is the place not getting any better? In fact, if you add up... By the way, he was asking that to a, just some random guy that works there. The news reporter's like, why is this place not getting any better? <laughs> I fucking hate these Because we don't care. <laughs> Fuck these news All of the violations from all those inspections, there are 518. From insects in the kitchen, an objectionable odor in the establishment, equipment coated with grease and food debris, food out of temperature. No, 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 no coming. When we went into the kitchen That's back in January, no, 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 we found no, no, fish no, sitting on the filthy floor. Ugh. No one could tell us what was in this sink in the dishwashing area, but it stunk. There was also a foul <laughs> odor coming from this bathroom in the kitchen that was full of standing <laughs> Wait a minute, stop, like stop. There's a fucking bathroom in the kitchen? Yeah. And it Do looks nasty. Right? I'll give him that. It looks fucking nasty. <laughs> Who the fuck puts a bathroom in a kitchen? Dude, there's like three wow. cigarette butts on the ground by the toilet. <laughs> oh, man. When I'm, when I'm fucking, you know, whipping up some dumplings, sometimes I got to take a dumpling. <laughs> <laughs> That's where the name came from, I can imagine. There it is. Sewage. Why is this place allowed to stay open and serve you food? In the past, the Florida Department of Business and Professional Regulation has told Local 10 News they work with restaurant owners to get them into compliance, that it's really not their job to shut places down permanently. But in this case, we sent an email to the Department of Business and Professional Regulation asking that very question. We haven't heard back yet. But you now know the track record here and what continues to go on. We haven't heard back yet. Like, is it is it anyone's is are you allowed to shut down a restaurant permanently? I've never if you're heard a of that. News anchor? <laughs> well, they're, they're they said we sent an email to the health department asking them to permanently yeah. shut down this restaurant. It's like what? I don't know. Maybe that's a hmm. thing. I don't. I've never heard of a restaurant being permanently shut down. It's like even if something really, if, even if somebody dies in the place, usually like after a couple yeah. of years, you can reopen the motherfucker. It's like. And not only that, I should be able to choose if I want Listeria, okay? If I want to go to a fucking restaurant and get a good deal on some dumplings and, and mm -hmm. E. coli, I should have the right to do so as an American. I agree. I think it's just like you they put warnings on a pack of cigarettes. They should just put warnings on the restaurant. Yeah, well, yeah. it's not like taking care LA, of it. If you see that C on that front door, you know you're in danger. Yeah. No. It, it, does it go down to F or is that a D? Anything? No, I've never seen that. I think it's just A, B, and C. Yeah. Anything below a C, you're uh, you're getting shut down for a little bit. Probably. What they do, they will they will close them down. They'll they'll pull their license. You know, they, they they're very they don't fuck around with that at all. You know, the license goes away, liquor license, all that shit. Boom, you're done. Do you guys yeah. see a lot of those? Uh, like I I make empanadas in my kitchen mm -hmm. on Facebook posts. Mm-hmm. Uh, where you just come, you pay ten dollars, you get like five empanadas or whatever. Oh, oh wait, what? Somebody, somebody like some yeah. random person gives out their address yeah, and says like, "Hey, I'm making <laughs> PB and J. Here's you can have some if you pay me a dollar." Really? <laughs> yeah. so yeah. A digital pop up no? restaurant. 
Yeah, yeah. It's like on sure. like I uh you could find them in like Facebook groups, like the, mm. the sellers Facebook groups. Wow. They'll just be like, Yeah, I'm making stew I'm making soup. If you want some soup, <laughs> bring a bowl. Fucking <laughs> bring a bowl. I guess I guess that should be fine to wear because if it's on a really small scale, the IRS mm-hmm. and the health department probably wouldn't bother you. Yeah. I'm just Plus saying it's yeah. I don't see what the problem is with if you want to make it a bigger scale, where you, if I want to sell soup out of my kitchen window, <laughs> I should be allowed to do that all day long. Yeah. I'm curious. Yeah. I, I'm curious as to why Dirty Dining hasn't covered any food trucks. Yeah, they can't catch them. They have a they have, they have a third one. I haven't watched this one yet, but there's a third one. Um, about the same China buffet. Caught on camera, a restaurant cook loses it when Local 10 investigator Jeff Weinseer tries to get some answers. This if is- you see this, this local reporter is the same guy that keeps co- he comes into the kitchen unannounced, which I, it seems like trespassing, but <laughs> he keeps coming into the kitchen sticking microphones in the same cook's face or the same two cooks. And like, this is the third time I'm seeing it. And yeah, it looks like this is going to be a good reaction. I'm, I'm scrubbing it ahead, but yeah, this will be good. Caught on camera, a restaurant cook loses it when local 10 investigator Jeff Weinseer tries to get some answers. This is the third time China Buffet in Northwest Miami-Dade was ordered shut. Here's tonight's Dirty Dining Report. Hello. Oh, hey, how are you? Oh, oh, how's that? <laughs> Dude. <laughs> oh, my God. So the reporter comes into the kitchen and then just barreling around the corner, this Chinese, the same Chinese guy runs and just runs straight up into him and practically body slams the guy. No, you come three times. You come three times too many. Oh, there's your next time. So you come three times. <laughs> oh, my God. Ugh. Don't trust China. China is asshole. Hey, how are you? We have been kicked out of restaurant kitchens before, but never like that. It is the second time we've been to China Buffet in Northwest Miami-Dade. It is the third time they've been ordered shut. Inspectors were back again last week based on a complaint. But no one here wants to talk about what was found. It's the oh, second sorry, time. Sorry. Fucking editorializing. No one here wants to talk about what was found. But no one here wants to talk about what was found. It's the oh, second sorry, time. Sorry. Second time. China Buffet is located just east of the Country Club of Miami <laughs> at 186, the Northwest 67th Avenue. This place was ordered shut in 2014 and 2016 because of roach and rodent issues. And last week again, 28 violations were found. The inspector noted live roaches. Okay, I don't see any more uh, Chinese guys yelling, so I'm going to cut it there. I think we get the idea. <laughs> I love it. I, just, I love that guy. I love that guy. Just, uh, you have to see him around story. the corner. Yeah, he's just. Uh, he came close to just body slamming the guy. He grabs his microphone. It's great. I got I a Chinese that. restaurant story if you want it. Yes. Wait, let me set you up. Many years ago. Many- There was a Chinese place I would eat at pretty often with my pals. And it was good. I don't know what the kitchen looked like. Nobody gets sick there, but you know. And we used to we used to drink a lot more than we ate when we were there. And when you'd walk in, they had a fish tank right right when you walked through the front door. 
And it was, it was pretty big. I bet that tank was, I don't know, probably 40 gallons, something like that. And in it was one enormous fish. This fish was so fucking big in there, he could hardly turn around in the tank. It was like Jesus animal cruelty. It was, it, was, it was weird, you know. So I'd go in, I'd say hi to the fish, and we sit down. And so one night, I said, you know what? Guy waiter comes over, he says, you know what I want for dinner? I said, I want that fish. <laughs> so all of a sudden, everybody's, yeah. That's it. We want the fish. Oh, that's you can't have that. That's that's not on the menu. So, and then we started throwing down money. I think we got up to like three or four hundred bucks. Cook is the fish. No, no, no. They wouldn't do it. Okay, so we we dropped it. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Two nights later, the fucking ninety four earthquake hits L.A. Okay, <laughs> we went back the following week. No tank. No fish. The waiter says, God, I wish I sold you that fish. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. It, it choked out on the floor. You know, when the, the tank went over, that was Damn. it. So, how much did you say you think, think we, that thing weighed, if you had to guess? I bet I, that, that fish probably weighed, I would say, seven to nine pounds. Biggest thing I've ever seen in a, in a tank that wasn't at an aquarium. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. Oh, my God. Yeah, he could have made money off it, but no. He said it was some kind of good luck thing or something. Not, not for the fish. So. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. That's This has been uh, Chinese Restaurant Aquarium Stories with Larry. <laughs> Sir, we love China very much. Please don't be too tough on them. Oh, <laughs> uh, well... I don't know. I have a couple different directions um, we could go. Uh, the dirty dining segment, I think, was pretty good. But uh, I loved it. It's great. Well, oh, here you go. Um, this is from BuzzFeed. You guys love BuzzFeed, right? Mm. Everybody loves. I BuzzFeed. love me some BuzzFeed. That's where I get all my information. <laughs> you got to trust BuzzFeed. <laughs> this is a. Uh, this is. <laughs> Asian Americans, uh, Asian Americans respond to racist comments they get online. It makes you feel. Um, I don't know. I'm just. Uh, well, yeah. We'll just. I'll just let this speak for itself. It makes you feel really, really, really bad about yourself, especially when you don't have anything to feel bad about. <laughs> There are people that internalize the message that Asian people don't belong, that don't belong somewhere, then tell other Asian Americans that their dreams are stupid. It's less about, I think, big moments and more about like little moments in which people don't realize that they're doing or saying something that points a big metaphorical finger at your face. Since middle school, probably the most common thing I've heard is those jokes about you're an Asian, you must have a small penis, because that's funny. Here- <laughs> okay. <laughs> well... Um, that just, you know. We cannot achieve much with so small penis, but you, Americans, wow, penis so big, so big penis. Well, I, I guess it is a pretty good size. Minasan, kite, kite. This man has a very big penis. You must have a small penis because that's funny. Here's what I have to say to that you're not going to see my penis, so it doesn't matter. When I just. <laughs> That's not a comeback. <laughs> Here's what I have to say. Well, that. You don't get to see my small penis. It's like, what? 
Okay, anyway. Decided to make the career change from being a programmer to being in entertainment. Someone very close to me said that I had absolutely no chance of succeeding because there are no Asians in entertainment. If I were to see the person that said that to me, I would say, and yet here I am. So I've never I heard of you. Three or four, my mom was teaching me Urdu, and my nursing school teachers called her and told her to stop teaching me because they thought it was interfering with me learning English. If I had the opportunity to talk to those nursery school teachers now, I would definitely tell them that they were wrong. You can be bilingual and be American. One time I was listening to Taylor Swift in a car and a friend of mine said that Taylor Swift would be beautiful if she didn't have Asian eyes. If I could see that friend now, I'd say, you're an idiot. Two years ago I was I don't know, is this doing it for you guys? This is bizarre. <laughs> Taylor Swift has Asian eyes? Really? I don't know. Um, yeah. I mean, these are like, these are like your, how, how would you describe these people? They look, they're definitely like third, third or fourth generation American Asians. Like these, mm. these guys are, these guys and gals are not, um, They've been, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Assimilated. Assimilated, yeah. They, they're, I mean, it's from BuzzFeed, so I don't, they're, Buzz they're definitely in that type of a mindset. Um, yeah. I don't, yeah, I, I don't, you're right, though. It's bizarre. Taylor Swift has Asian eyes is one I've never heard. Never. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I'll, I'll keep this. It's got uh, about a minute left. I was at a football game, and this USC fan comes up to me and says, Hey, man. Can you do my math homework for me? And uh, I was kind of in shock. Didn't really know how to respond to that because uh, you don't really expect anyone to like go there. Joke's on him. I'm bad at math. In high school, I opened up my lunchbox and pulled out a fork and a knife. And some kid said to me, oh, you eat with a fork and knife? I thought Indians only ate with their hands because everyone in India is poor. At the time, I think I was just kind of taken aback and I didn't really say anything. If I could say something to him, I would say, I hope you've learned a lot more about the world since then and how fun eating with your hands can be. It's scary because I know that this well, doesn't wait, apply to just... <laughs> Isn't it kind of weird how they're reinforcing the stereotype at the end of each one of these yeah. complaints? Yeah. The penis one was the big one for me where it's like, it's like, well, you don't get to see my penis. Yeah. Because it's tiny. It's so small, and you don't have a microscope. What are you going to do now? Whoa! Because I know that this doesn't apply to just me. When I was younger, I used to try really hard to fit in and to hide the Indian part of me. This chick looks as, as white as me that's talking right now, by the way. Just to... Just for the record. I would really urge younger people not to do that. What does matter is my validation to myself. Open your eyes, man. The world is full of possibilities. There we go. So that's, um, yeah. How much of, like, the, the last one with the, uh, uh, she pulled out a fork and knife from her, number one, it, it, like, you're in school, they just hand you plastic utensils. There's no, in no world are you going to a school, pulling out your lunch tray and then pulling out your own fork and knife. They, they would be on top of you in a second. That's true. You're Good right. point. Yeah. Like this bitch is lying. 
No kid, mm-hmm. and no kid is going to go. Oh, I didn't. I thought all Indians ate with their hands because they're so poor. <laughs> yeah. No, I that a lot of that <laughs> rang as um you know Fake. from a bad writer's room is what I how I yeah. interpreted a lot that of that. Buzzfeed. Yeah. yeah. Buzzfeed. Yeah. Uh, I got. I mean, I got a local another local news report uh from Chinatown. Oh, let's hear it. Chinatown, New York. It's one of the busiest hubs of counterfeit goods in the world, where an underground network of Chinese bootleggers operates in the shadows, costing the U.S. an estimated $300 million each year. How does this network of smugglers manage to evade law enforcement? The special investigative undercover response team was about to find out. With Kung Fu. If I was going to (laughs) infiltrate the counterfeiters, I had to become one of them. With the help of the special investigative undercover response team, I described myself as an average Chinese person. Uh, is this a joke? Yes. This is the put-on, right? This is the onion. This is the onion from oh, 10 okay. years ago. All right. Back, okay. back when the onion was good, he's like, if I, if I, had, to, I, I had to disguise myself as one of them, so I dis- I... I um I had makeup put uh disguised me as the average Chinese person. He's got like fucking buck teeth glasses and a straw hat. <laughs> With the help of the special investigative undercover response team, I disguised myself as an average Chinese person. Ah, oh, most excellent. And rigged my glasses with a hidden camera to catch all the action. My name is Hong. Me new in town. Please to direct me to Baraka Market Smugglers. This a part of bag of shimmer. The the people in Chinatown look genuinely perplexed by this guy. Yeah. <laughs> undercover. Um but yeah, um no, I that was uh that was a gag. I'll I'll give you a real some real news here. Um going b- back with the BuzzFeed thing, did you hear that uh after Trump called it the China virus, there was a surge in anti Asian hate crimes nationwide? I remember hearing that. Yes. Yeah. yeah, wasn't that all by black people? Oh, somebody's been paying scene, attention. But also <laughs> a misleading one. A few hours later when they... Actually, this is not even uh, in America, but I'll still play it for... Leave the club. <laughs> There's a confrontation. A group of Chinese men have surrounded a man from Nigeria. A fight breaks out. <laughs> Let's get out of here. I love the translation. Let's get out of here. <laughs> the Chinese chase after the man wielding iron bars. The police arrive before things get more serious. What just happened doesn't surprise Frederick. Confrontations between the Nigerian community and the Chinese community happen a lot. It always ends in a bloodbath. Almost immediately, the police break up the street fight. Come on, let's get out of here. They focus their attentions on the African who dared to fight the Chinese. Quickly, however, the street is filled with Nigerians, along with men from Senegal and the Congo. Hey, what are you doing to our friend? 
What's he doing? Tell us. There are only three policemen against a crowd of angry Africans, and they eventually give ground. A surprising thing to have. Pussies. <laughs> really? They should oh have had this God. whole report under the with a music bed of kung fu fighting. What's the <laughs> Oh, well, uh, here, yeah. Let me, I'll see what I can do. Asian Americans are facing discrimination not felt since the Japanese-American internment camps during World War II. High unemployment and boycotts of businesses have ravaged their communities. As Weisha Zhang reports, there is also a disturbing trend of racist attacks. Oh, my God. Oh, by the way, the guy that called that person a fucking Asian cunt was black. So, yeah, John, you're right. It's like the the blacks and the Chinese seem to not like each other in... And uh, I mean, I'm a, I love a good race war as much as anybody, but when the whites aren't involved, I get a little like I feel left out, you know. Oh no, those are my favorite race wars. <laughs> when the whites ones where we're not involved, yeah. Just take bets. <laughs> Hell yeah, it's awesome. There is also a disturbing trend of racist attacks. Oh, oh my god! Get out of here. These are the kinds oh, of attacks oh, Asian Americans have faced this year. Every day. <laughs> I think everything came from China. Everything comes from China. It's disgusting. I don't think that there had ever been a time where I was scared or fearful of my life because of my race. Everybody was crazy. He will never forget that day in March when a bike ride with his girlfriend on these familiar Maryland trails ended with a frantic call for help. DC nine one one. This is awesome. Right now I'm on the bike trail. I got these kids chasing us, throwing rocks. Fuck you! Not that rock. Fuck you! Not that rock. Well, shocking was these. You throw that fucking rock, I fuck you up. Everyone kept on following us, then taunting us, saying coronavirus or COVID nineteen. What happened to Yang is one of over twenty eight hundred hate incidents reported against Asian Americans across the country since the pandemic started seven months ago. A nearly eight hundred forty five percent increase compared to all the reported cases in the last three years combined. What are you doing in this country? What am I doing in this country? Oh, you look at this. This, this What am I doing in this country? Yeah. What am I doing in this country? We I'm an American people. citizen. Asian American hate is as old as... Oh, Amer- God. I didn't make it this far enough in the report. Guess who that is talking? Who? Larry, you love Don this Lemon? guy. Who is that? George fucking Takai. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Jesus. Country. I'm an American citizen. Asian American hate is as old as American history. 83-year-old actor and civil rights advocate George Takei was four years old when Pearl Harbor was attacked in 1941. And overnight, this country was swept up by suspicion and fear and naked outright hatred. We had nothing to do with Pearl Harbor. There was no charm other than looking like this. So it's no surprise to Takei that Asian okay, first of all, today are George shouldering Takei, blame I bet for if, the if George Takei... If George Takei had something to do with Pearl Harbor, that's exactly what he would say is we had nothing to do with Pearl Harbor. <laughs> Why doesn't he point the finger at his hero FDR? Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. He's the one that set up concentration camps for Japanese, right? Yeah. And uh, yeah. if you get into the the uh, theories behind it, um, and it, there is like some documentation to back this up, is they knew it was going to happen and let it happen so that America would get in get on board with uh, mm-hmm. joining World War II. So, sure, sounds familiar. Hmm. Hmm. Why we elected President <laughs> Trump? Especially, he says, since the attacks are starting from the top. We have okay. Doesn't that seem like? Oh, I mean, I'm sure I know there's racist Trump supporters out there, but when I see an old lady with a scarf overhead, so you can't really see her that close, and she's yelling at an Asian lady, going, "This is why we voted for President Trump." It's like, is this a plant? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. It rings. It smells fishy to me when I see that. But yeah. you know, yeah. So we because we got the Asians over here, and I voted for Trump, so they wouldn't be over here. It's like, okay, lady. American said we don't want you here. That's why we elected President Trump. Especially, he says, since the attacks are starting from the top. We have political leadership that is using that and constantly using the term Chinese virus. I would like to begin by announcing some important developments in our war against the Chinese virus. President Trump first publicly said the phrase Chinese virus to describe COVID-19 on March 18. Five days later, he crossed out the language from his prepared remarks, declaring this instead. It's very important that we totally protect our Asian American community in the United States and all around the world. But as the pandemic worsened, he resurrected the rhetoric. Mr. Trump even brought up Beijing when I asked him about testing. Why is this a global competition to you if everyday Americans are still losing their lives and we're still seeing more cases every day? Well, they're losing their lives everywhere in the world. And maybe that's a question you should ask China. (laughs) Don't ask me. Ask China that question, okay? Oh, God. Yeah. Mm. Well, it it only it only took him two minutes into that report or two and a half minutes into that report to make it Trump's fault that the Asians are getting attacked. Everything is his fault. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I do have this left over from the intro. Look at what China's doing. They're learning from China. China, China. Okay. Look at that. Isn't that nice? China, 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 China. China, 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 China. China, 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 China. And by the way, I love China. I mean, I love China. How can you not love China? I love China, China, China. People say, oh, you don't like China. I like China, China. I love China, China, China all the time. China, when was the last time you heard China? I miss that guy sometimes, you know? Yeah. And people should just relax because it's only a matter of time until China will completely own and take this country over. You know? That's, yeah. That's my prediction. I, I'll tell you, I, for I one, like, welcome our Chinese overlords. and uh, I do, too. Don't make me because play the Chinese national anthem again. Yes, they deserve to win. So, some time ago when my kid was in high school, they had one of these... What the hell was it? It was like the, the, the East-West Culture Night, whatever. I don't know. And so they had, they had a guest uh, troupe of kids from Beijing, I don't know, somewhere in, in uh, mainland China. 
And they, everybody was like one after the other, like the local kids would do their string quartet and the Chinese kids would come out and do their thing. And then it was ballet and then it was chorale. You know, you get the picture, right? Isn't this all wonderful, right? Well, <laughs> the finale for the group from China was martial arts, okay? <laughs> yeah, and my jaw dropped. These fucking kids were like, every one of them was Jackie Chan or Jet Li. They were unbelievable. The talent they had, they were just, just popping around that stage like they were spring-loaded, you know, razor-sharp moves. It was, it was really impressive. So impressive that when I walked out, there was the principal of the school standing there. And I said, hey, that, that, that martial arts demonstration was, that was a bomb. It was really good. Do you, do you have a martial arts program here? I'd love to enroll my daughter, right? And she, this, this, this hag looks at me like she just sucked a lemon. She goes, no. That's not who we are. And at that moment, they said, fucking China, fucking China deserves to own the United States of America. That's not who we are. Okay? Oh, man. China. Right? So. That's not who we are. Uh, That's not. Oh, (laughs) you know what? I I I found one. I was. Okay, so. You, Larry, you travel a lot. Have you been to China? No. no I was no, hoping no. you got you got a couple of years on John and I, and you also travel a lot more. So I was thinking maybe you could tell us what it's like over there. Um, but but I, no, I have a couple of friends. I'll tell you another quick story about that. Two guys yeah. I know, part of the same kind of circle of friends. And one guy is like this hardcore China file. He believes that anything, anything and everything that comes out of China is better than medicine, the this, the, everything, you know, China, China, China. Okay, fine. This other dude, and they know each other, he's, he was doing business. He had a carpet business, and he was having carpets manufactured in China, right? So he was going over there several times a year. And we'd be out hanging out, and these conversations would fly. And so one time, the guy that was doing business just, I could see him, like his jaw was kind of working as all this shit. And finally he just goes, have you ever been to China? No, but I know. I know. The guy's, you know what? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I go there four times a year, and it's a shithole. I can't, it's, the, the poverty is indescribable. Nothing gets done right. Um, it's, it's, not, it's not the paradise you think it is. And everybody dies in China, same as they die in the, in the United States. They don't have the secret to immortality, you know? So there. Yeah, my uh, grandparents used to travel there a lot. And they, uh, <laughs> they don't go there. They haven't gone there since COVID. But they, they, were, yeah, they would show me pictures of like how awesome their vacation was. It's like, oh, here's the Great Wall and here's this crazy city. And it's just like you can't. Most of it, the sky is just in a constant smoggy black fog. Yes, and yeah. you just see street people with dirt all over them, all over the place, and you're like, "This seems terrible." China. Um. Okay, so, and oh yeah, that was that was what I was leading into. There's also the 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 shitters in China. Have you seen these? Have you heard about these things? No. Oh my god, dude. Well. <clears throat> I'll, I'll just play this and I'll describe to you what you're seeing here. Um, but this is about Chinese toilets. Hi guys, Mark here with Walter's World and we're in Beijing, China. And I have something very important to talk to you about, about staying here in China. And that is the toilets. So <laughs> you have to squat. It's just a hole in the ground that you squat over. Ah, oh, man. All the public restrooms. Ooh. And most of them don't have sinks to wash your hands. Hmm. Guys, 
in squatter toilets here in China. Just so you know, a few things you should know about. Toilet paper goes in over here. You do not throw the toilet paper or the tampons or anything down there because you got to put it in the trash because the pipes can't handle it. Otherwise, it's, it's pretty similar, except I just had to jump down. So if you see these steps, the toilets usually have a step right there. So be careful because I see a lot of Westerners, they walk in, boom, trip, fall right there. Not the tastiest, not the funnest thing to do. But I want you to know that's what's there. Also, so if you notice in here, you have the squatter and there's where your toilet paper goes. But look. There's no toilet paper. You need to bring your own toilet paper when you come here to China or when you go to the bathroom because they don't have it in there. If they do, it's by the front door, which would be like over there or the entrance. Uh, they don't have it here, so you got to make sure you bring it. So for a little more help with the bathroom, it's good to know some of the vocabulary to go with it. Like make sure you go into the male room or the men's room instead of the women's room. So we're going to go through some of the basic vocabulary you're going to need to know. This, now, is, this, this, this seems terrible. I would never go to China for that fact alone. Really? Yeah, fuck wow. that. Mm. Um, you you yeah. don't want to shit in a hole? No. <laughs> Dude, uh, I, I, was, uh, I think it was Ari Shafir on Rogan was talking about when he was on <laughs> mushrooms in China and had to shit in one of those holes. And instead of like plumbing below, it was just a bunch of pigs like down in this under, underground. <laughs> and the pigs just eat up all your shit as you poop it out. So like all the shit holes... Like just drop straight down into a bunch of pigs, and it's like, can you imagine falling into that fucking pigsty down there? Probably get eaten alive by pigs. That's a little gross. That's a little gross. Yeah, no thanks. (laughs) It's nasty. I think I honestly, the hole I could live with. I could live with shitting in a hole. The pigs. uh, That's where I draw the line. I don't yeah. want to we'll, shit on top of pigs. We'll get there. It's compost. It sounds ec- ec- ecologically sound. So <laughs> It sounds like a nightmare planet. <laughs> it sounds like the worst possible solution to ridding uh, the streets of fecal matter. I would rather people just shit in the street. Well, they do that in L.A. So uh, uh, yeah. all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh oh. Sorry, you guys. Again? No, I'm oh. here. I had to. I had to step away for like 15 seconds because my dog is barking at some ghost or something. I don't know what the hell's going Uh-oh. on. Where was? Was it New York where they built somewhere in the states? Somebody built a public toilet that cost like. million. Did you read that? It was a recent story. Oh, well. Yeah. Um, That sounds about right. Pretty high budget shitter. (laughs) Does it it like cure cancer or something? What is that? Uh, Probably, yeah. (laughs) Million dollar shitter. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It seems like um, it'd have to be do something. Is it like a smart toilet? Yeah, maybe it's an app. I don't know. Stick a phone up your ass. Takes care of it. I don't know. Uh, I just want to be uploaded to the fucking cloud. <laughs> and never have to deal with any of these fucking problems ever again. <laughs> the crap cloud. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, here you go. $1.7 million public toilet causes stink in San Francisco. San Francisco. Okay. Well, I got the number right, too. 1.7. <laughs> yeah. All right. That was it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. One point seven million on a single public toilet. Wow. Yeah. Mind blowing. With uh with a local resident who campaigned for it gasping 
This shit's expensive. <laughs> uh. You ever see those paid toilets? Like you, you fucking put a dollar in and like the, this tube opens up and you walk in and it's like a pristine, like cleanest that you've ever shit in toilet. Yeah. And then it like, I, I assume closes after you're done and then like just power washes the entire place after you get out. <laughs> you would hope. I don't know how they work. I just know that they exist and you got to pay for them, which seems like a good solution to public toilets. That's yeah. one of the, that's, I was in, uh, I was in Brooklyn uh, a couple of months ago. We were driving to Pennsylvania. So we were, I live on Long Island. So we had to drive through Brooklyn. I have two kids. So I'm with my two kids and my youngest, my daughter, she has to go to the bathroom. So we stop off at a gas station and they're like, no, you can't use the bathroom. And I'm like, it's for my four-year-old daughter. Why? And they're like, well, we're worried about overdoses in the toilets. Uh, So I'm like, well, can you make an exception? Can you use your stupid fucking brain for a second here and just like take a look at me? I'm, I'm, I'm a big fat guy with a little kid. Which sounds bad, <laughs> <laughs> but like uh, we went to, uh, so like we walked to like uh, across the street. There was a Chinese laundromat, and they said no to obviously because uh, they don't like fat Americans destroying their toilets. Uh, but it took us like four different places to go to to oh. to use a to just get this kid a, uh, like a place where she could go to the bathroom. Yeah, that's the problem with road trips. It is. Sir Seatsitter, are you near the, uh, the the fabulous Bucky's in Tennessee that I visited on my last road trip? Uh, sorry, I was. <laughs> what was that? I had to use the restroom. But, no, um, Bucky's, Tennessee. I don't know what that is. Bucky's. Oh, you're kidding! Let me wait a minute. I gotta. This is this is like it's it's sweeping the nation. It's a it's a it's a big trend, man. Um, yeah, is that a gas station or is it? Yes, a, it's like a, a gas station the size of a, as of a football field. It's insane. What the fuck? No, the I've never seen one of those. Yeah, and the the logo is this little beaver with uh you know with big teeth. Of course, I'm just looking it up here right about Bucky's. Locate Bucky's. Okay, let's see how many of these things there are. Oh, is there like a map you can see where they are? Let's see. Is it K I E S or Y S? They're everywhere, man. I'm looking for the Tennessee one because I know I was in one in Tennessee. Oh, there it is, Crossville, Crossville, Tennessee. Oh okay. shit! I've been to Crossville. I wonder when when they put that in. Yeah. I used to Crossville right, is have, right I, by. I Kingston. swear to God, if they got one gas pump out, they got to have a hundred gas pumps outside that place. No exaggeration. And part of their thing is it's and this is for you, John. If you're on the road with your kid, like part of their their sales pitch, it says. Clean the cleanest toilets in the world, something like that. They make this big, big boast, but they're not bullshitting. I took a whiz in there; it was immaculate. So there, that's awesome. You could probably nothing run a, turns me on like a clean toilet. You could run a Chinese yeah. restaurant out of those bathrooms. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, yeah. this New York Post article is great. It's talking about the one point seven million dollar toilet in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. It says. <laughs> It says, when they found out the price, the toilet was qu- quickly poo-pooed by locals. It's like, oh. There you go. <laughs> yeah, all right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's just full of bad puns, this article. It's great. Yeah. 
the actual that's gotta figure. be the best part of being a journalist is like getting a getting a story like that and just being like i get to really you know yeah. really yuck cram it. them in there <laughs> i get to yuck it up you get to really squeeze one out <laughs> yeah. squeeze them. um okay so I don't know. I don't have too much more left China wise. Uh, like I said, it was kind of a last minute decision to talk about China, but I do have CNN contributors react to university chancellor's racist remarks during speech. <laughs> and uh, guess, uh, do you want to guess who the CNN contributors are? You won't guess, mm. but uh, okay. it's not Don Lemon. It's Shan Wu and Lisa Ling. So they. Oh, they, oh okay. Many Asian Americans growing up in America. Yeah, Don Lemon covers the Jesse Smollett crimes, and they have the the Asian bitches on there to cover some. I don't even know what the controversy is here. We'll find out. Many Asian Americans growing up in America will tell you that they were often singled out and ridiculed for the way they looked, made fun of by children turning up their eyes at them, or just ridiculing Asian cultures by mocking their languages. Well, last week the chancellor of the university did. The latter, during a commencement ceremony speech, listen. Well, all I can say is, <laughs> everybody that, laughs. That's sort of my Asian version of his. Uh... Well, every... that's the what point. Wait a minute, that was all the context we get for that. That's it. <laughs> that was five <laughs> out of that was less than five out of context seconds. This guy's an idiot because that's what got Rosie O'Donnell canceled probably 15 years ago. She did that. <laughs> Larry Something David so. brought her back, though. Oh, did he? I well, know. I don't know. She, well, she's not really canceled she anymore. She got on right? Ambien. No, that she's was canceled. Barr. The, <laughs> oh, Rosie O'Donnell. The, oh, I, got yeah, the, yeah. I got the. I got the yeah, no, I, I actually made that same mistake in my head, too, at first. I was thinking Roseanne. I didn't. Rosie O'Donnell, she kind of got canceled because she came out and said 9 11, the, the Bush and Cheney orchestrated 9 11 or whatever. Remember oh, that really? on the view? Oh, okay. She was saying that they, there's no way that jet fuel can melt steel beams and all that, hurting Charlie Sheen. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, well, let's hear this guy's uh, little remark. That rules. <laughs> so. Hi, Art. That's, that's sort of my Asian version of his. Uh, I didn't even so know college New did York this guy run? Uni- I didn't even what know universities had chancellors. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Remember, Hitler was a chancellor, so it all pencils out. <laughs> chancellor Palpatine. But yeah. I just don't like like why aren't all the people in the crowd who laughed at that joke in trouble, too? They thought mm. it was funny. That's true. I thought it was funny. What school did I don't this even guy know- run? Uh, Purdue Northwest or oh, that's Purdue an Indiana, MW, isn't it? Purdue NW. They got great mm. chicken. <laughs> I thought they made Oxycontin. <laughs> that too. That's the Purdue University Northwest Chancellor, Thomas Keon. He is now facing calls to resign after making those comments, uh, drawing outrage from so many people. And for context here, Chancellor Keon, he was following the keynote speaker who referenced using made-up languages in a speech to his grandchildren several times. His anecdotes, important to note, made no mention or reference to Asians. So this seemingly just came out of nowhere. Now, the chancellor ultimately apologized four days later, writing in part, 
I made a comment that was offensive and insensitive. I am truly sorry for my uh, unplanned, never apologize. That's how they get you. response mm. to another speaker. Can you imagine if I had to apologize for everything I've said so far in this episode? Oh, it'd By be the a way, whole other episode. Said, <laughs> I think she said the we word anecdotes instead of anecdotes. If I'm not mistaken. I don't want to be too Adam Curry about this, but that's no, let's what I do heard. it. Let's let's check it out. I made a comment that was offensive and insensitive. I am truly sorry for my unplanned off-the-cuff response to another speaker as my words have caused confusion, pain, and anger. We are all human. I made a mistake, and I assure you I did not intend to be hurtful, and my comments do not reflect my personal or our institutional values. All right, let's talk about this. I think the word was prior to the chunk you played. Okay, I didn't. It uh, it preceded that by maybe 10, 15 seconds. I should have jumped on. Immediately, uh, drawing outrage from outrage. so many people. And for context here, Chancellor Keon, he was following the keynote speaker who referenced using made up languages in a speech to his grandchildren several times. His anecdotes, important to note, yep. made yes. anecdotes. anecdotes. What an idiot. <laughs> what a dumbass. What a fucking dumb bitch. <laughs> <laughs> fucking doesn't even know the word anecdotes. You fucking oh, would moron. you like me to park your car? <laughs> and I assure you, I did not intend to be hurtful, and my comments do not reflect oh, my great. personal. I'm just ready, or ready for the esteemed panel here. Values. All right, let's talk about this, about the fallout and the damage that has been done. Attorney Shan Wu, who's been very outspoken on hate towards the Asian and Pacific Islander community, the AAPI community, and of course uh, Lisa Ling, who has also been quite outspoken. What was that? AAPI, Asian and Pacific Islander. A- yeah, AAPI. Why are they lumped in together? Is there, just... is there a reason that those two groups get lumped in? <laughs> no. Just, just because? because. They got, they, there's not enough of them by themselves, so they teamed there's, up. There's only like fucking <laughs> three billion Asians. We got to throw in the Pacific <laughs> Islanders in there, too. Of the CNN original series, This Is Life. Welcome to you both. Um, I have to say... It took me hours after seeing the headline to even click on the embedded video because I I, I knew what was coming, right? And even just listening to that clip, I cringe hearing that. Um, And I think it's because it just thrusts me back to the days when I was in fifth grade in grade school and had everybody's got to. I'm not buying this. I'm not buying this. Everybody has this fucking story. It was like I bet she pulled out her fork and knife too. Boys or or girls um, just come after me and tease me so cruelly in that similar way, mocking the way the Asian language sounds to them. Lisa, I want to start with you. Because it's funny. Your reaction to see that this was happening at the top. Everybody knows that the Chinese language is just a series of made up nonsense. What did you think? Well, Amrai, a similar experience. (laughs) This, if this was an onion piece that she'd like lead into this whole setup, here, let me go back it up. This is what would happen if this was like a, an old school onion gag. The Asian language sounds to them. Lisa, I want to start with you uh, and just to get your reaction to see that this was happening at the top, a chancellor of a university at a commencement ceremony. What did you think? Uh, well, well I, I thought it would be bad. Me no Reiki. Me no Reiki the way he make uh, a joke. That was by other kids. He so not Chinese and he make joke. Behavior exhibited by the head of a university 
it not only made me feel incensed, but I, I felt so sad for oh, all God. of those students of Asian descent who were going through those commencement exercises that day, um, thinking about how hard they had worked to get to where they were and to see uh, the head of their university not only mocking the you know Asian language or the idea of Asian language, but to also see other faculty <laughs> and staff um, uh, laughing uproariously. It was just it was a it was a painful experience, frankly. Yeah, and and we can play that video over again, you know, with the volume low, <laughs> just to show the reaction when he he mocks the Asian language. You see the people around him laughing with him, as you say, Lisa. Just another layer of a shock there. And I'm glad you mentioned the students, you know, who were there celebrating a, a momentous occasion. Parents are there. I'm sure some of them are immigrants. And to be diminished in that way um, and, and to be robbed of that celebratory moment. Shan, your reaction as well. And, and also, if you can explain, because, you know, I'm already getting, you know, tweets and messages, you know, with people gaslighting. Um, oh. What happened? You know, trying to downplay and say, "Well, look, you dude, know, you liberal women's favorite fucking word on the planet is gaslighting. Everything is gaslighting, yes. and if they don't, if, and they will gaslight you into thinking that you're gaslighting. Why are you yes. gaslighting? You just gonna- all, all I asked you was for me you to like hand me a paper towel. <laughs> Why are you gaslighting me? Am I? It's like, I, spilled, the- I spilled. I spilled my Chinese pee pee coke. On my shirt. Can you pass me a paper towel? If I I'm was- looking at the uh, <laughs> the NBC News coverage of, of this story, and there's one, two, three, four, five, six. Six fucking imbeciles standing around with their robes, and they're not even... Well, one is a mortarboard, but the other was like the soft, the soft serve version of the fucking hats with the gold tassels and shit. And I just got to say, every one of these people is a fucking imbecile. I've never met them, but I proclaim this, and I know it's true. They're fucking imbeciles. So there. I agree. Yeah. There's something distasteful about when you are like a super, like you're, you know, obviously not every Chinese person is part of like the superpower of China, but like they're Mm -hmm. like one the second biggest economy in the world or something like that. And like they're, Mm -hmm. they're, you know. Uh, leaps and bounds going to surpass us within like the next decade as far as the world's superpower goes right it is distasteful when when they go for the victim points that's why the uh the whole like stop asian hate thing did not catch on not even for a second during COVID. yeah it was like they they pushed they spent probably billions of dollars on that ad campaign trying to get people to like have sympathy for uh for for a culture that like hates us and wants us to die. Well, yeah. Um yeah. Uh there are I mean not all Asians are Chinese. <laughs> there they are. They're like <laughs> yeah, Mexican. They <laughs> Dude, if I was running that CNN panel with like the Asian lady in the middle talking and then she introduces the other Asian lady and then there's like a fat Asian guy on the left who's about to be introduced, I'm not going to finish playing it. But what I would do is like she leads up and she's like, how did that make you feel? It was so hurtful. And then, like I said, that first lady goes like, me no right. <laughs> and then like the fa- and then she finally gets over to like the fat Asian guy. And then like he says, me so horny. And that's how it would have gone. <laughs> and then the CNN but instead, dude, this is a 10-minute fucking clip. CNN spent 10 minutes on this dunce that said, two, like, less than half a sentence in Chinese. 
Uh, in fake Chinese. Yeah. It was fake Hilarious. Chinese, wasn't it? Okay. Yeah, he yeah, just went I, ching chong, ping pong, 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 ding That guy yeah. was awesome. He should get a fucking medal. Well, I don't know. He seems pretty lame. If he was okay, I would like him more if he was trying to be offensive. But I don't even think he thought it would be offensive. <laughs> I like, also wish his apology was like, "I'm sorry, me not Chinese." <laughs> Me so sorry. <laughs> yeah, me so sorry. Oh, <laughs> uh, you should see his face with the the goofy hat and the tassel. Yeah, they look like jackasses God, for sure. They fucking morons, really. Yeah, I hate old academicians. Is that, is that, is that, did I say that right? I hope I didn't anecdote that. <laughs> Academicians. They're they're all annoying. They really are. Yeah, they all think they know everything about everything. Well, to me, I to me, all of them are. Um, which which one was it? The uh, who was the moron? The t- the no, the Tin Man, well, the Scarecrow. They're all a Scarecrow. You're a oh, fucking yeah. idiot. But here's a diploma. Okay, now you can say you're smart. <laughs> right? Yeah, isn't that what uh, what the wizard gives him at the end? Yeah, the yeah. Scarecrow yeah, that doesn't and, have and a brain. He just gets says, a piece you know of you're an idiot, but, <laughs> about but you don't have a diploma. Here's a diploma. I can tell people you're smart. He, yeah, he didn't even. He's like, if I only had a brain, was what he was singing the whole right. goddamn movie. And then gets there and he gives him a fucking piece of paper. And Scarecrow's just exactly. like, oh, that's fine. <laughs> oh, like, okay, no, because I'm smart. Gorge. Wow. Oh, would you like me to park your car? That's <laughs> <laughs> still. Uh, it's still so good. Well, I don't know. I'm. I think. Uh, I think we had a. I wouldn't call it productive, but it was a fun show today. And uh, I want to thank you. Thank you, Larry. Thank I think you, we John. got a lot done. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for having me. We might have. We might have uh, hastened America's demise if Gigi Ping ever hears this episode. But that's okay. Oh, uh, Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll put up with anything on here, but you don't compare <laughs> our great, glorious leader. Gigi Ping to Winnie the Pooh. That's just not what you do. <laughs> Got to cleanse the palate. That's okay. I do a we one love Gigi Ping. Gigi Ping is a supreme, the supreme ruler, the supreme leader. All hail the mother. Like, well, that's Russian. The mother like China. We love you, China. We love all the Chinese people. <laughs> Ooh, I like that one. That's nice. Listen to that. China. What is that from? I don't remember where I got that. Just, just do you think China. <laughs> Sorry. Do you think Xi has whole toilets in his uh, palace or what? What do you think? He probably has somebody poop for him. <laughs> he seems like he's got he's got uh, a person that does that. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. He like squat. He squats. <laughs> He squats down and poops in a bag that one of his little underlings is holding, and then that bag is handed off to somebody that eats that poop to redigest it. So it, and then they poop that poop. Gives out. them like, infinite life. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, before I go to these outro clips, Larry, you do um, obviously that Larry show. Yes. Every every week, it's a great show. It's one of my go to must listens on the drive. It's the perfect. Thank you show for my drive to work and yeah uh, that's why i keep it to 20 to 30 minutes because that's the average uh commute i was told yep. so there oh it's great it's um Thank and you. of course uh monday's planet rage with darren o'neill 
Yes, we missed this past Monday though. Dar- Darren was a little under the weather, but uh, I said, you know, we've had we've had a, a spotty um, um, showing the past uh, month or two. So I said we we may be back this Monday, but we're calling it Planet Maybe this time. So. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, yeah. So yeah, both both those shows are great, and uh, I'm a huge fan of you, Larry. Never stop. Keep on and take Thank no you. shit. Keep on, keep on taking no shit. <laughs> yes, sir. And, and uh, no whole toilets. Yes. Thank you. And next next time you come through Tennessee, I'm going to track you down. Absolutely. Maybe we can meet at Bucky's. Uh, <laughs> Hang out in the bathroom for a while. Yeah. <laughs> Eat off the toilets. Yeah. Really? I Buck, mean, yeah. my God. Grab yeah. some orange chicken from that Chinese food place. No, it's become, I'm telling you, it's become this. It's become this this thing like this trendy fashion thing like even see kids you know walking around la there's no buckies in la but they're wearing buckies t-shirts it's a thing yeah, I'm telling you. yeah. it's a cultural so. phenomenon huh. exactly. i can't believe i missed this yes yeah. they, i must went be to coming, the big gas station it must yeah. be coming west to east because well, well be if it's over in memphis station, and nashville yeah i mean next to the gas station is this thing that's got to be up it's probably a hundred thousand square foot easy and you know they're selling beef jerky and 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 angus beef burgers which you know they've had mechanized there's some chick there and she's got an ice cream scoop and she's you know flipping them onto the buns a couple dozen at a time it's 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 crazy to watch really is (laughs) the bucky's experience (laughs) uh and then john john breaks bad news on all social media platforms you're doing yeah, uh, what three nights a week, two nights a week now? Well, I'm on a break right now because the new year, um, yeah, Christmas and the new year. I just like I, I couldn't handle doing the show. It's not the Chinese doing... New Year. That's the only New Year that matters in my book. <laughs> Chinese <laughs> one, but uh, also uh, on the first, we have my band Dire Descent has a new song coming out. Oh, cool! Uh, yeah. So if you it's a death metal band. I don't know if anybody is interested, but if you like songs about cum, um, <laughs> you can find sounds, it on Spotify. It sounds right up my alley. Hell we, yeah, send me that fucking link, dude. I was, um, or I guess like you won't be able to send it to me until the first, but yeah, I'd love to share that. Yeah. And, uh, obviously, I'll. I think, I think you haven't been banned from YouTube yet, still, so that's good. N- yeah, no, we're everything's back and good. TikTok is back. And uh, supposedly in good health, but wow, um, we um we went through a whole China episode and never brought up TikTok. Yeah, how did oh, that shit. happen? You're right. Good point. That is, I was uh, suppressing the, it. That is the scourge of our. Uh, no, I mean, creators yeah, on there, you know, more power to you. But people that just sit there and watch fucking endless TikToks all day, mm. which is pretty much everybody my age and younger. It's just oh, I, I got to send you. I want to strangle them. Yeah. Larry, what you were saying? I think we first met years ago. I was sitting in the Dick Show, and yeah. you came in. You came on to give deliver some hideous news to someone, and I was <laughs> laughing my ass off. Then that's got to go back five or six years at least. Yeah, on uh, uh, yes. 2019 was when I started doing it. So like okay. about three three years ago. But times right. in, uh, in in flux yeah. now. I guess yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, but yeah, both I'm yeah. big fans of what both y'all do, and I appreciate y'all hanging out and talking about China with me tonight. It was great, China. And um, thank you. Yeah, I know. Any anything else going on? The Come Song is coming out. <laughs> yeah, it's called In Hell. There's a sea of wasted loads. It's about how every time oh. you jerk off, uh, 
An angel gets its wings. We are very simple people with very small penis. <laughs> well, you know, it, it, to your point there, John, I, this guy that I know who is kind of a Chinophile says that that that, that does, you, you come into this world with a, with a, a finite amount of chi, and every time you rub one out, you deplete it by quite a bit. So there you go. That's well, why Bill I'm Clinton not empty talks yet. like this. So. <laughs> <laughs> I only flew out to that island 28 times on record. <laughs> Dropping loads like a dump truck. <laughs> I'm all dried up. Yeah, the, I think there's, oh, there's a- something to that. You got to, you got to, you know, you got to build up somewhat of a load. Otherwise, you're just going to, you're going to, you finish and it's like, <laughs> like, what's that? What's that cartoon noise? <laughs> Yeah. When dust comes <laughs> again, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah that, uh, the bellow, the fucking thing that you use to like start a fire. Yeah, bellows. Yeah. It's just, a, yeah, just pump out a nice load of air. That was like in the seventies, <laughs> in the seventies and eighties. There was that stoner buddy series of stoner buddy comedies uh, of the two Chinese guys that would just get high all the time. I think, Harold and Kumar? I think it was called Chi and Gong. Oh. <laughs> that was a stretch. Oh, sorry. Joke jail for me. Okay. But that's that's our show, everybody. Everybody at thatlarryshow.com. John Breaks Bad News. All of those links will be in the um in the show notes. As always, love you guys. Keep fighting the good fight. And uh we'll do it again sometime. Guys, it was great doing this with you again. Larry, nice seeing yeah. you again. Good seeing you, John. Where on Long Island are you, by the way? Uh, right now, I'm in Shirley. I've been. Uh, I oh, I was in, uh, which is like a little out east, but it's before the Hamptons. So sure. Yeah, I used to. I'm from the east. I used to. I lived in Point Lookout for years. So. Oh wow. Okay. Nice. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Yes, indeed. Are the Hamptons still the Hamptons, or they've been? They I wrecked those too. You don't go that far. And they're they've been wrecked. They're, they're all, everywhere on this fucking rock is just an awful place. I want to, I want to get out of here so fucking you, bad. You ever been to Camp Hero in, in uh, Montauk? Montauk? I've been to Montauk, but I don't remember Camp Hero. No. That's where they did, that's where they based uh, the show Stranger Things on with all those underground weird Nazi experiments and MKUltra on kids oh, feeding shit. them acid and shit. So, supposedly really? that's how the, that's the legend. Well, I have been to uh, Plum Island, which is where they did a lot of animal experiments and yeah, it's it's similar to Plum, Plum Island. Island. Oh. It's like right in the middle of the the fork. So it, yeah. there's like an island where like uh, this weird like fucking monster washed up onto like the main mm-hmm. island. Oh, the Montauk and, uh, monster. There's a yeah, the Montauk monster. Yeah, uh, it, the episode of uh, Conspiracy Theory with Jesse Ventura. They they do a big episode about it. Plum Island. Plums. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Plums, plums are peaches, and peaches are peaches, and peaches are peaches, and plums and peaches are both types, types of peaches. Of peaches. <laughs> <laughs> is, is, the, is the Comac Motor Inn still in business? Yeah. Yeah, actually, uh, when I was uh, driving cool. Uber for a while, and yeah. uh, I would drop people off there and never yeah. see them ever again. I'm sure of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. And Chris, Chris doesn't know that. That was a hot sheet. What well, is, I guess, uh, the, like the ultimate hot sheet motel. You could rent a room by the hour there. I'm pretty sure. Right? Yeah. I think it's the last one on Long Island that you could do that. I have not <clears throat> been to New York, Florida, or California. I've been up on the coast of like 
you know, South Carolina and shit. That might be as far east coast as I've been, like northwise. I've been up through like you know Ohio, Michigan, all the Great Lakes, Indiana, and yeah. uh, never and you know just never been out west as far as like you know uh, Colorado, Arizona. But I've never actually been to the tippy top corners of the of this entire country. And I live here. You think I would have done some of that by now? <laughs> Uh, yeah, look, it's hard to to leave your house. You know, it you got to put pants on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Buy gas. Fuck. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah, no. I'll just put on a VR headset. Yeah, that's fucking bad. go anywhere in the world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Love All right, you. thank you everybody for Chris, listening. Thanks so much. And uh, yes, Love thank you, you Larry. Thank you, John. And uh, we'll leave thank you with uh, some uh, some Eagle Heart. How about that? Yeah, sounds good. Hey, stranger! Nice day we're having here. Perfect weather. Can't complain. Follow me. All right, all right, all right, all right. Calm down, calm down. It's just me, Chris Monsanto, U.S. Marshal. You really gave us quite a scare, Marshal. Well, I hope you learned a lesson too, fellas. You know, this is not the Ramrod West. This is mountain lion country. And that's why we at the U.S. Marshal's office urge you to have your anonymous sex at public urinals and rest stops. Remember, fellas, while you're up here cruising, mountain lions are perusing, looking to give you a bruising at a time of their choosing. You can each keep one. Okay. Oh. Oh. Ah. All right, good job, Brett. You see, fellas, it's so dangerous up here that you shouldn't even hang around and listen to safety lectures from marshals disguised as mountain lions. So, uh, why don't you hop in your little cloud cars and fly back home? Excuse me? Gay people. You live in clouds and drive cloud cars. Am I talking crazy here? I mean, next thing you're going to tell me is that black people don't shapeshift and Jews aren't rock creatures that live underground. Brett, those are hurtful stereotypes. They have no place in mountain lion country. Uh, fellas, seriously, though, why don't you move along unless you want to end up like that famous British actor, Claude Balls. But, Marshals, what we're doing is completely safe. There hasn't been a single mountain lion spotted up here for weeks. Do what? Paprika! Who's Paprika? Only the bestest friend I ever had, Brett. Or ever will have. Present company included. Huh. Well, why does he live in a lion's den? Because he's a mountain lion, Brett. I bought him many years ago at Harrods Department Store. Later, along with my wife and our lover, we formed the fabulous Monsantos, one of the first exotic cat performance groups. But then he mauled my wife and the lover, and I had to let him go. Anyway, this mountain lion den has been abandoned for months. What could have happened to the mountain lions? And where's Paprika? Chris, look. Oh, there's something written on it. Huh. Whoever wrote this had terrible penmanship. Brett, it's Chinese. 
and it's mountain lion. It's not paprika, but it's mountain lion. Well, I don't see any mountain lion on the menu, unless delight means mountain lion, in which case everything is mountain lion. Uh, garçon. Are you ready to order? Uh-huh. Let's start with an order of, um... And then, um, let's get for the table just one big... I, um, I go get manager. Chris, what the hell are you doing? Come on. Everybody knows that the Chinese language is just a series of made-up nonsense sounds. And now this guy knows that we're not amateurs right off the banana boat. Believe me, this is all working according to my plan, okay? You see her a problem with the service? Uh, we're interested in ordering off the menu something cooked to perfection. Mountain lions? We do. You swiped from that den. Happens to be a dear old bosom mate of mine. Now, where is he? Enough. For years, people say. Chinese eat dogs, Chinese eat cats. Now, mountain lions, you know how many years we fought these ugly stereotypes? Shame on you! <laughs> that was all about. You should probably go apologize to her. I'm not. I'm... Oh, fine. Go sprinkle a little sugar on her ass. She's <sighs> good. Hey, lady, lady, I didn't mean it. Come on, come here. You see too much. Chris, thanks for apologizing. Hey, that manager pal of yours just walked through that wall. Here, watch. I'm coming, Paprika. I guess that's Chinese only. Well, okay, fine. Then I'll just take the Chinese Express. I'm an Orient Express. I swear I'll find you, Paprika, if it's the last thing I do today. Oh, hey, pal, pal. Hello, Chris. What's the matter? Don't you recognize me? I, I don't know. Did we bone or something? Perhaps this will remind you. Is there a problem with the service? Hold on, I'm sorry. Are you people Chinese or what? <laughs> the question itself is flawed, Chris. Okay, what, what are you babbling about, Snowcap? Perhaps I explain. Me, Sebastian. Me, emperor of this land. Chinese people, as you know them, do not exist. What you see up there on the surface is just our disguise. Down here, we look regular. So, what you're saying is... Yes, Chris. We Chinese, we play joke. 
I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. Wow. Our mission, Chris, is to protect planet from enemy forces. Sometimes we have to go up to the surface for provisions. We create Chinese facade. So we recognize each other up there. Only select billion. No real secret. Wow. And so here we have everything one might need to become Chinese. An Altar conversion kit. <laughs> Silly straw hats. <laughs> ah, and one of my favorite, cartoon buck teeth. <laughs> These are wonderful. Oh, my. <laughs> But I gotta tell you, it's not why I came down here. I came down for one reason and one reason alone. To find mountain lions. I am afraid... Chris, there are some things you must never know. Me so sorry. Sincerely. Well, me so horny. For justice. Stop him! We must protect the ruby! Nouveau riche sort of way. Hi, fellas. Hi. Oh, God, I hope she hasn't been eaten already. Okay. All right. You know what? Let's blow this pop stand. Watch out. Good. You're free. Go. Run. Run. Oh boy. You damn fool. That's the ruby of life. It power all of Earth. Without it, no life exists. The mountain lions were protecting Ruby. Uh, protecting Ruby from yes. what? From them. Rock Jews. Next thing you're going to tell me is that Jews aren't rock creatures that live underground. Okay, Stretch, what do we do now, huh? Nothing. We powerless. Wow! Paprika! Paprika, it's me! It's me! Yeah! Oh, come here, come here! Oh, you did it! You did it! Oh, wow, I missed you so much, Paprika! All right, Butters, we're here. Are you ready? I'm scared, but I know my country needs me. This is it, Butters. We have to be strong. We're taking down those goddamn Chinese right now.
things could get ugly in there, Butters. We've got to infiltrate and find out the Chinese invasion plans. But, Eric, why would the Chinese tell us their invasion plans? Because we're going to make them think we're one of them. Here, put these teeth in. And just say hello and please a lot. Oh, hello, please. Bing bao, ching chong. Bing bing, hello, please. Uh, welcome to P.F. Chang's. I'll be right with you. Eric, these people aren't Chinese. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god! What? It's already started! White people in here working for the Chinese! They're selling out their own country! Uh, can I help you? Oh, yes, hello, please! We are Chinese people! Hello, please! Ping Pao Ding Ling! Uh, yeah, why don't I seat you over here? Your waitress will be right with you. First off, sir, sir! What the hell is going on here? We've got to sneak our way into the back, but There they are! Chinese people! There's Chinese people right over there! You see them? Yeah! Oh my god, the Chinese are here. Okay, okay, I'm freaked out. I'm freaking out. Stay calm, Eric. They're right over there, and they're gonna start screaming and banging on those drums, and then they're Thank you, Butters. Alright, we need to go over there and find out what we can from those commie rats. Oh, hello, please! Hello! Hello, please! So nice to see other Chinese people! As you can see, we are Chinese people ourselves. Bing bong, bing bong! Ching chow, ping bong! So I went online and found an Asian stunt driver named Farina May who could do some pretty impressive stuff with a car. And I felt that if she could stand in as one of our valets, customers would finally see the truth about what Asians can do behind the wheel. So I'm working with a nail salon whose customers are unfortunately a bit behind the times when it comes to their thoughts about Asian drivers. Okay. You know <laughs> got what I mean? It. I got it. All the stereotypical stuff. You've heard all that, I'm sure. Or Absolutely. Have, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I figure if they saw someone who wasn't only a good driver, but mm -hmm. the best in the world, they'd be forced to permanently change their ideas about Asian drivers. Okay. Do you think you could help do this? Or Absolutely. Would that... I would love to do it. Um, the only thing is the, the staff at the salon... They all have very thick Asian accents. Okay. And I noticed you don't, and I don't want any of the customers there thinking, you know, you're a plant, you know? Yeah. So would you be able to maybe put on an accent? Asian accent? Um, and then, I could try, but I don't really want to be, like, a stereotypical one, but, um, for example, what do you want me to say? You want me to show you? Yeah. I mean, I... I'm not totally comfortable doing that. That's not offensive if I do it, is it? I, I don't think so, but... Uh, okay, I mean, I'm trying to counteract stereotypes. The last thing I want to be is do something racist. Yeah. I just want to make sure that... I'm just showing you the voice, but I'm not, like, saying I'm necessarily right. It's just my idea, maybe, but I'm, I'm, I'm not... Like, I, I don't want to offend or do anything. Yeah. Okay, I'm not the best at this, but okay. uh, maybe something like... Oh, would you like me to park your car? Is that sound Asian or...? It sounds a little Asian, yeah. 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 You see what happened? I told you not to come in here! Now everyone in town think a Chinese and a Japanese are the same fucking thing! 
I don't even know what the fuck you are saying! A pooper, a pooper, a pooper! Ah, oh, you Japanese racist! You, get out! I told you not to come in here! Okay, well, just hold a minute, hold a minute, I come in a piece! I don't believe you! Come on, Rook! All this fighting is just so scary, you know? Chinese and the Japanese been fighting for so long, it's ridiculous. What we need is to have a Tweety. What is a Tweety? No, no, we need a Tweety. A Tweety? No, not a Tweety, a Tweety! Oh, you mean a Tweety? What the fuck is a Tweety? No, no, a Tweety! A Tweety? Rick, Rick, all these racist people thinking that the Chinese and the Japanese are the same, right? So you and me, we put on a big assembly for all the kids at the school, and then everyone understand the cultural difference. You know, so they know fried rice isn't from Japan, and teriyaki isn't from China. Teriyaki isn't from China? No, teriyaki not from a fucking China! Very well. I will do assembly with you. Oh, really? Oh, great! Okay, I'll meet you tomorrow, and we can go over a plan. And when you get to that assembly, you're gonna get big surprise, you Japanese dog. Uh, Ralph! You get the fuck out of my place! Okay, hold on, hold on, please! I'm sorry, okay? I'm sorry. I admit it. I fucked you at the assembly. How about you and me together do an Asian Diversity Festival? Get the fuck out before I call police! Please, I am meeting it, okay? I fucked you at a sandbury. There's no way around it. It was very sneaky. Kind of like a Pearl Harbor, okay? That was a little sneaky too, huh? Pearl Harbor kind of sneaky. I think we can all be a little sneaky sometimes. Hmm? But that sneaky Chinese man, he's gone, okay? Okay, if we can have an Asian Diversity Festival, then we no longer have to deal with racial stereotypes. Please. Against my better judgment, I will trust you one more time. But this time, you better not rub your hands together when you turn around to walk away. Okay, see you tomorrow. And at that Asian Diversity Day, you're gonna get a little surprise, you Japanese. Dog.